Good morning and welcome to Saga Talk on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saga Talk Douglas area. Saga Talk on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saga Talk Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Future, and Mill Pond Realty. And now Gregory Muncy with Saga Talk on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. You can plan or say, work on your tape, do about anything that you want. When the sun goes down, this is our beach. Good morning and happy Sunday. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncy, and we do this live every Sunday, 7 to 9, here on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Van. We're broadcasting live high above land sharks here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck. I'm waking up with you as we watch the sun come up over the hill here on Butler Street. I'd like to thank our sponsors before we go any further. The charming Saugatuck Rentals, the Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. I'd also like to thank our producer over there, Jared. He's queuing everything up there at the station in Holland while I do this live in our studio. And uh, uh, Jared and uh, would like to let you know that podcasts are now available online. Just go to our website at 927thevan.com so you can listen anytime. You can also visit our Facebook page at Saga Talk on Sunday. We've got a great show. I'm glad everybody's tuned in this morning. We've got, uh, uh, first, I've got my wonderful co-host. I'm going to introduce her. She's a newbie uh, to, to, the, to the platform here. And uh, then we'll be visiting with Lisa Freeman from Spice Merchants. She's been in business for over 20 years. She has grown that little Spice Merchants into quite quite an operation with 15 stores around the country right now. We'll also have Drew Van Hartsvelt, and he's from the Mitten Brewing Company, and uh, he's going to get us all uh, caught up with everything going on with Mitten Brewery, their new brews, and everything about they're located there on Water Street, and we'll find out more. Then Scott Sullivan from the Commercial Record, you know, he's the one that we get all our information from weekly from the Commercial Record, and he's a great photographer. I just saw him the other day. I said, hey, Scott, want to be on the show, and I've got an 8.30 slot for you, so he'll be on the show as well. Well, so grab a cup of coffee and get settled in. We've got a lot of fun uh, in store for you today. Uh, but before we go any further, I told you we've got someone new here at the table here in the studio, Studio B. And uh, she's that gal. I think a lot of you know her. She worked for Lakeshore Lodging. Then she worked for the CVB. Then she's kind of back at Lakeshore Lodging. But it's Vicasa. What? Give her a big round of applause. It's the first time Ashley... Siebelink. Thank you, Gregory. Happy I, to be here. I pronounced that right, didn't you did. I? did. Good job. <laughs> um, thank you for uh, putting the pronunciation yes. in your email. Well, I listened to the show and I've heard you uh, struggle a little bit here and there, so I thought I would give you a heads up um, up front. <laughs> Ashley, um, you were, uh, last week I had James Gowrin on the show, yes. and you know, I've struggled with that name a lot. <laughs> yep, you know, I've I, heard you. <laughs> well, you know, I have a hard time getting my tongue around my R's, mm-hmm. and, um, and so... 
Um, <laughs> but you did a great job last week. I don't think you messed up one time. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, it's amazing. <laughs> they gave me a radio show, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> Ashley, um, thanks for joining me. We've got a great show. Hey, help yourself. We've got coffee and treats up there if you need anything. Bananas, whatever you want. I didn't have time to bake this morning, though. Okay, you're uh, forgiven. Um, but, uh, Ashley, it's so great to have you here. Um, as I told you, we've got a great lineup of guests. But um, I wanted to have you here for a couple of different things. Um, first of all, we want to talk about the Douglas Park Project. And I know you're a big part of that, and we're going to get caught up with that. But um, first of all, I'd like to know a little bit more about you and um, and where are you from. Yeah, uh, well, I'm from here. I'm a, I'm a local. I grew up in Glen, actually. My oh, parents okay. still live in there in Glen. Uh-huh. Uh, and I actually attended the tiny little two-room schoolhouse. Oh, that is a cool schoolhouse. It, yeah, It is. Me and my brother both uh, attended. He was the only person in his grade, and there was one other person in my grade. So mm-hmm. um, very small. And then we came over to Saugatuck Middle and High School, uh, graduated from there. I met my husband in middle school. And then we moved to Grand Rapids for college and came right back to Sagatech as soon as we were done with college. Oh, wow. So yeah. you were a local that you wanted to stay here. You yeah. know, a lot of kids that grow up here want to get the heck out of town. Yeah. Well, my husband actually bought a house in Grand Rapids, so we had a house, but it was just too far away from home. So right. <laughs> we came back right, as right. soon as we could. And you're married, and you've got a seven-year-old son, right? I do, and now he goes to Douglas Elementary School, which is where my husband went, so pretty fun that they get they've had a few of the same teachers so uh-huh, uh-huh. that's pretty fun uh-huh. um yeah great school system and you know that having a son is really where i got my passion for the douglas park project oh sure what little kid doesn't love the playground of course yeah. of course um uh, now you're married to kevin mm-hmm. and and kevin what does he do what does your husband uh, do? kevin owns a concrete company he does flat work it's called all around concrete all around concrete mm-hmm. so he does concrete all around he not does just in all one place. around town <laughs> Uh, that, 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 it, can he make a good pair of shoes too? You know, concrete shoes. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, just wondering. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, and then, um, and then your seven-year-old son—he's like a mini-me to your he, your husband, he isn't he? Sure is. is he's he? a spitting image and in looks and in personality. Right. I, I would say. <laughs> I see you share a lot of your social media yeah. when you guys are vacationing mm-hmm. or doing different things. And yep. uh, beautiful family. Thank you so much. Um, uh, and uh, and beautiful home too. Um, I know you guys like to tinker around the house a lot too with projects and things like that yeah we were lucky enough to be able to purchase my husband's grandparents house that his grandpa built and we've been trying to pour some love into it oh right it was built in the 70s so it needed a little bit of a facelift so yeah that was i didn't know that that was his grandfather's Uh house yeah oh that's interesting yeah and his dad lived there briefly but his grandparents built it when their kids were almost out of the house i remember when you first got it and you were sharing pictures Mm -hmm. when you painted it and it was like what a transformation (laughs) i know yeah i feel like joanne gains like yeah giving the house a farmhouse vibe a little bit yeah right 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 um uh but uh and and then you uh actually you work now for vacasa vacation rentals is that correct i do yeah so i went to college for hospitality management and i was in uh, college i wasn't sure where that would land me um most of the people in that program all wanted to be wedding planners so Mm -hmm. there was definitely a little bit of that in me but Uh i'm glad i found my way to lodging Uh um worked at uh, lakeshore lodge 
Lodging, which if you don't know, that was a, a smaller uh, vacation rental business in right. Saugatuck for quite a long time. Uh-huh. We had about 50 rentals. Uh-huh. Uh, and then a couple years ago, they were bought by Vacasa Vacation Rentals, which is a nationwide corporate um, entity with you know thousands of properties right. all over the United States. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, uh, and, and then you had a small stint for a couple years, and that's where – well, I, actually, I got to know you uh, quite a while ago because um, we used to facilitate fashion shows. Yes. And you guys would model for uh, Just Add Water yes. or Land Sharks yes. or some of the some of the stores here in town. Yeah, our paths have crossed a few times. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but uh, you, and then you also worked with the CVB. So we communicated a lot when I worked for Sadaba when it came to events and different things going on. And uh, what did you do for the CVB? Uh, I was their administrative assistant. Um, okay. So at the CVB, there's an executive director who, um, you know, is... The Lisa Mize. She's Lisa been on Mize. the show before. She does yeah. a wonderful job. Uh-huh. Um, you know, she follows the directors of the board. Right. And um, I basically... Uh, was her assistant okay. and also the receptionist for the welcome center. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I bet you're you're happy to be back in lodging, right? Yeah, because I mean, I loved that's... working at the CVB. I learned so much, uh, such mm-hmm. an appreciation for that organization. Right. Um, maybe someday I can be a part of it again, but right. I am very happy to be back in vacation rentals mm-hmm. and also just mostly to be leading people. I mm-hmm. really missed that the last couple of years. Right, right. Now, Lakeshore Lodging, the building, same building mm-hmm. where Vacasa is, and yes. that's located on Lake Street yes. as you're coming into town mm-hmm. and um uh vacasa and lakeshore lodging what's now i was going to ask you um uh, what's what's the difference have you seen a difference in your job roles what did you do before yeah so this is what you're doing now so um when i worked at lakeshore lodging i was the office manager so i did the accounting and the hr and i kind of helped lead the reservations team because i originally started in reservations and worked my way up to management uh-huh. um so now that i work with vacasa i'm actually the assistant general manager of the whole state of michigan oh. so i don't work just in the Saugatuck market. We have four markets. So we have an office in New Buffalo, one in Saugatuck, uh, Beulah, and Harbor Springs. Oh. So I divide my time helping those four different markets. Uh-huh. Um, and I work from home. So my, oh, nice. my job is quite a bit different. But the way that the Vacasa in Saugatuck is run is very similar. I've gone there a few times and it's like a, t- a time warp. Like I'm stepping right back into the way it was when I worked at Lakeshore. So there's a wonderful local manager who takes care of, you know, maintenance, housekeeping, all of that. Right. Um, she does a great job. But all of the reservations uh, and accounting and that sort of thing is done by the corporate office in Oregon. Oh, okay. And that's that's out of Oregon. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and so oh, when I check in in the Vacasa home, do I check in at the office or how does that work? Nope. They check in uh, right at the house. They, okay. you know, get their door code by email, uh-huh. communicate um, by email or text to the guest services employees who are all working remote all over the country. Right, right. And you know, I work with, yeah, actually, your competition. <laughs> That's okay. There's um, plenty of vis- visitors to go around. There sure are. <laughs> and uh, Mill Pond Realty, of course, that's mm-hmm. our local uh, vacation rental yeah. and a realty. Yeah. And, um, and of course, we we have everybody come in the office uh, yes. to pick up the key because we want to check them out. Uh-huh, you know, yeah. we're, we're like, who are we giving that key to? Exactly. <laughs> I think that's kind of fun, too. Yeah. So then they can ask, like, questions about the area. Where should we have a burger? That kind of stuff. Well, that's where 
I enjoy it because, yeah. I, you know, we were talking, I really miss retail because I yeah. used to have Del Sol and everybody knows me from the corner and blowing bubbles and all the fun we used to have there. And I do miss that. I like the customer service, that one-on-one. So that's why I enjoy, um, I would say moonlighting, but I do spend quite a bit of time there with the girls um, and, and we do have a great time. Um, you know, it's, it's when you work in a vacation uh, 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 home or vacation town, you know, it's you meet so many different people, and people are coming here already in a good mood. Yes. So it's not like a city, the hustle bustle, and you know that kind of thing. So you've already got people that are bubbly mm-hmm. when they come into town. So and it's it's fun to 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 share about the area, and uh, give them little tidbits about exploration and where to go and tell them where the hangouts are. Yeah, um, definitely. So um, and now now you work for uh, Vicasa now. Um, and then uh, what, what do you do in your spare time? I know you've got, if you have any, I know you've got a kid <laughs> um, and uh, and you do a lot of stuff at home. You guys cook a lot? Uh, yeah, we do. We grill out a lot. Um, and we, I definitely still have spare time. Yes. Um, uh-huh. I We love to go boating. Uh, we have a pontoon boat, so you'll see us out on the river. Oh, cool. Uh, we have a pool, so we spend a lot of time around the pool. Oh, I bet. I bet you're very popular. In <laughs> fact, I run into your friends in town a lot. I saw Kevin uh, last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, uh, and so... Um, so I, I just just a beautiful family, by the way. Thank you. Again, um, I wanted to have you on really because um, I wanted to talk about the Douglas Park project mm-hmm. and and um, and tell me a little bit about the Douglas Park project for folks that don't know. Yeah. So a few years ago, uh, a couple of moms in town. I wasn't part of it at this point. They saw a need for the two playgrounds in Douglas to be renovated. The, uh-huh. the equipment there was, um, you know, it definitely needed an upgrade. Outdated. Some of yeah. it was uh, safety. issues issue, but a lot of it was mostly just outdated, and um, so they really wanted to update them. There weren't funds through the city to do that, so they decided to take on the fundraising of that, Um, and the committee has grown. She's gotten a few different moms added to the group. Anna Gregg is the the fearless leader of us all, Uh Um, so I joined gosh, I don't know, maybe two years ago now. Um, not quite. And so we've been fundraising. There's two phases. We were happy to hit our first phase last year and complete the whole renovation at Barry Field uh-huh. and part of the renovation at Schultz Park. So at Barry Field, um, that was quite an undertaking this spring. I saw all the volunteers out there working to build that and, and, and put that equipment together. Um, did you have, have help from the city of uh, Douglas as well? Yeah, they, they helped us a lot with, um, you know, like uh, barricades and equipment and uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that community build was really beautiful. They were all volunteers from all different, like there were city council members, business owners, just other moms and dads in town. It was such a group effort to get that equipment up and all that mulch down on the ground. So it was a fun day, but hard work. Right. Um, now, what what... Now, what was there before? What's there now? What's the What's the difference? Because um, I haven't really played on it. I drive yeah. by it, but I, you know. It's similar. It's similar. So there's, there's a, like three different pieces of equipment at Barry Field, sort uh-huh. of. Some, one's bigger than the other, but uh-huh. there's still a slide. It's a different slide. It's a smaller, safer slide. Uh-huh. Um, that Barry Field playground is more made for the younger children. Right. Um, so, so that big slide that was there, some people thought it was dangerous so they and you know some of it was metal and now it's a right. safer like a softer material for, yeah. for kids and even just the mulch itself is such a nicer bed for the for the kids to oh. land on when they you know fall off right whatever they're on well they've got an adult playground across the street they sure you, do. You, you go over to <laughs> they our sure own time do. 
have a glass of wine, throw your kids in the park, right. and sit over there. That's what I would do if I had I kids. have done that before. <laughs> there happens to be a social district in Douglas as well. So. Yeah, right, right. I, I, I see the social district um, here in town as well. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so so that's what you've done at Berryfield. Berry mm-hmm. um, how about Schultz Park? What's, what's going on with that? Is that... That you have new equipment there as well? Yeah, so Schultz Park is used primarily by families for uh, t-ball practice, baseball practice, soccer practices. So when it's people kind of a little bit older kids, yeah. Right? So yeah. when people are going to those practices, they bring their younger kids, and the kids need somewhere to play. Um, and there were a few pieces of equipment there, but. Uh, not very much. So they did a large tot area. Um, so tots meeting like little toddlers. Um, so okay. perfect for the brothers and sisters that are needing to be occupied while their um, brothers and sisters are doing sports. Right. Um, so yeah, the tot area is done there. Um, it's next to the pavilion. If you check it out by the tennis courts, mm-hmm. um, the rest of that build will be substantial. That's going in hopefully next spring if we hit our fundraising goal. And that's your that's the phase two, that's right? The phase two, uh-huh. yeah. So that includes the really cool zip line and the um, large piece of equipment that is um, handicap accessible. Um, definitely part of the mission of Douglas Park Project to make a playgrounds that are inclusive to all ages and abilities. Um, so that's a really exciting piece. And then there will also be an adult workout area. Adult workout area? Mm-hmm. Really? Is yeah. that Richard Simmons going to be there? <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he maybe come to our launch. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so, the, the, so there'll be like equipment for adults to use, right? Yes. I, I was reading your bio and you're giving me a little bit of stuff about the park. And there's, I see a zip line. Yeah, that should Kinda be really like a, fun for the older kids for sure. Like a mini zipline type thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that sounds really interesting. Yeah. And so, so you're into phase two now. How much money did you raise at uh, at the beginning for phase one? So I I did get some numbers here. Um, so uh-huh. far, we have raised one hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Wow! Congratulations. <laughs> that really is remarkable. One hundred and seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> Listen to that applause. The audience is going wild. I love the applause. <laughs> um, we spent 135000 on phase one. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Um, and then phase two is going to cost about 300000 We don't know. The prices keep changing every month, right. as everyone knows. Yeah. Um, so we have around 265000 left to raise. Uh-huh. Um, and we're hoping that our next fundraising event will help us get a good chunk of that. Yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah you got a lot of work to do, don't you? I know. Well, there's definitely grants and things available to us and that, um, you know, that helps us get to those numbers quicker, but absolutely the donations that we get from, you know, everyone around town, they all add up. So Sure. Bit counts. Sure. Um, now, tell me about this fundraiser that you've got coming up because it's at the new event center that's <laughs> opening up here on Blue Star Highway. They're at thirty-two ninety-one, called the Ivy House. Ivy House, yes. Uh, so we, I believe, will be their first uh, quote-unquote public event. Mm-hmm. It'll be ticketed, uh, but they are doing July fourteenth. July fourteenth. Right? Yep. That's not far away. I you know, know, we're already in the middle of June now. Time's ticking. I know. Oh. Um, so we're calling it Fund the Park, um, and it's supposed to be a party to... Oh, uh, Fun apostrophe, apostrophe D. Yes. Oh, how yes. clever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're uh, partly celebrating how far we've come and thanking everyone for their support and also, you know, asking for more support. Uh, we'll have silent auction, live auction, um, so people can show their support that way. Um, and mm-hmm. then we'll have food provided by Baldi's Smoked Meats. Mm. 
Mm. Of course, we'll have a cash Every time bar. you walk by there, you can smell it. You I know, know. Eric and the boys and everybody, uh, you know, they're always always cooking something good. Yeah. Yes. And he's so so generous. He's donating all the food to this event. So oh, he's so awesome. Thankful. Yeah. 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 He just opened up a new restaurant. Did you see that? The Called Taco Place? Playa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Isn't yes. that cool? I know. I can't wait you to try go it. check it out. Yeah. Have a margarita. Yeah, right. Now, Baldi's uh, Smoked Meats, just in case you, you, you folks don't know, it's in the old uh, Mermaid Building. Not the old mermaid, but it's still it's, the mermaid yep. um, uh, building there on Water Street, right next to Wicks Park, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, very delicious. Now there's going to be a cash bar there. Yep. Uh, of course, you know people like their cocktails and saga talk, so you got to make sure you have that available. Um, and then live music by Nate Holly. Yeah, we're su- super excited to have Nate. Also, I think he'll draw a crowd. He do- he always does. Yep. Uh, that's why you know we have him at Music in the Park mm-hmm. all the time. Um, uh, Nate uh, puts me to bed uh, all the time. Oh, I'm sure. Because, you know, he's at, <laughs> Wally's right just door. around the corner. Mm-hmm. And so I hear his music uh, on many Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so every time I every time I see Bertie, I'm like, your husband put me to bed last night. <laughs> Which is like, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, Nate has small children at Douglas as well. So uh-huh. I'm sure he's, um, you know, he's happy to share his time for a, such a good cause also. Right, right. Um, alive and silent auctions, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, tickets uh, uh, are available for purchase yep they're on a eventbrite you can just google eventbrite fund the park and it should come up uh-huh. um tickets are 70 dollars um we do also have vip sponsorships available like um corporate businesses can purchase a table that sort of thing uh-huh. and all of that's on the eventbrite page as well oh okay um now do you guys have a facebook page though right we do we have a facebook and an instagram it's just called douglas park project uh-huh. you can get updates on uh how where we're at in the fundraising and also the information on fund the park. And then we also run little giveaways over there quite often. Uh, so keep your eye out if you want to win some cool local gear. Oh, really? Really? So have you guys been collecting things for the silent auction and all of that? So yeah, we have. tell us some of the things that uh, we might expect. So we the, the exciting things, we have three different trips that we're auctioning off. Oh, really? Um, one's like a Caribbean trip, one's a Disney trip, and one's in Arizona. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So those are our big things. Yeah. Um, then we have quite a few little packages, uh, like a night in Saugatuck is one, so you get a lodging and dinner certificate um, I think a Star of Saga Tuck ride. Uh-huh. Um, so there's lots of fun packages that they'll be auctioning off as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And th- again, that's uh, July 14th. Of course, we'll remind you, mm-hmm. you know, as the weeks get closer it's to... Thursday night. Yep, Great Thursday date night. night. Yeah, Thursday is a good night. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's it, it's right before the weekend. And um, and actually, Thursday is the beginning of the weekend. Well, okay. actually, every day is Saturday in yes. Saga Tuck, right? Yes. And so, and uh, again, it's at the new Ivy House. Um, they're not quite completed yet, but they're they're almost done, right? They're finishing. Yeah. Uh, uh, the great event center used to be the Bloomin' on Blue Bloomin Star. On Blue Star, and then it was a little store, Happy. Yeah, Hotel? Happy Happy Place happy or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got to tour the venue last week, uh-huh. which I was super excited to see, and also slash nervous because I'm like, our event's so soon. Is it going to be ready? But right. it's absolutely going to be ready. The inside looks amazing. Oh wow! Um, and they're just doing such quick work there. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Really breathing love into that space that really needed something. Yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> nice to see. Blue Star really is opening up mm-hmm. a lot. You yes. know, I see a lot more businesses on Blue Star, and um, and then again, you'll have live music, and uh, and that is at five thirty p.m. Yes, right, five thirty. So you you'll want to put that down. You want to mark that down. And you know, you know what's coming up is Father's Day. Mm-hmm. 
And so you're going to have to, you know, tell your... What's your son's name again? Sawyer. Sawyer. You're going to have to tell him to do something for Dad. I know. He's going to have to make him a card. We'll go to the store, pick out something nice for Dad. Oh, that's cool. What does Dad like? What does he... Oh, he loves tie-dye. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Um, He collects koozies. Um, (laughs) He's a koozie collector. Yeah. (laughs) Sawyer can always find something. He's like, oh, this reminds me of Dad. Right, right. Um, uh, Next week, I want to let everybody know that um, the Father's Day, um, and we'll have the show here on June 19th, but on Father's Day, between 1 and 5 p.m., they're having the major auto show. Have you heard about this? I did see that. They did this last year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, honoring Major Brooke Palger with a celebration of beautiful cars, music, grills, fired up, and the cherry on top is that they'll be raising money for a military nonprofit that provides assistance for wounded veterans. And it's a really fun car car show. It's over at Cranes in Fenville. Yep. We all know Cranes. Mm-hmm. We love it. You like pie, don't you? I ya? do. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, and, um, and it's over there. It's on June 19th, 1 to 5 p.m. And uh, come and hang out and enjoy and enjoy the, uh, the whole show. Um, they're going to have um, uh, uh, Six Pack. Is that a, uh, the name of the band, I believe? Um, and, and then, um, there's no charge. So if you just want to come in and you want to check things out, you know, just have fun, maybe make a little donation and it goes to the, the don- donations go to Semper Fi and America's fund. And so they go to help support veterans in need. Now, if you're interested, CJ, if, if I know you've got a couple of classic <laughs> cars. And, uh, so if you're interested in showing a car, you can still get in and, uh, you can show off. And, uh, and uh, you send your email to rob at cranespiepantry.com. So I just wanted to give them a shout-out. Major was a great guy. He sure was. We all knew him. He hung out at Wicks Park Bar and Grill. Yes. And, um, and uh, his, uh, his daughter is a wonderful hairdresser here in town. Um, so uh, we wish them the best of that. I'm sure CJ will probably stop by. Yeah, he's shaking. Yep, I'm going. And uh, maybe I'll ride out with you if I get... Some extra time. Sounds like a wonderful <laughs> event for me to take my dad to. So, mm-hmm. uh. Um, But, uh, you know, speaking of events, I, I, I always like to, you know, let everybody know what's going on in town. Everybody was wondering, and I got so many phone calls. You know, I stepped down from Sadaba last year. Mm-hmm. And so they've got a new gal that uh, she's from uh, Holland, and she'll be, she'll be doing. And it, we'll all be volunteering like we always do. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, music in the park. When is it starting? Yeah, and everybody was everybody was uh, hounding on Facebook. Where's the list? Where's the list? And I remember that getting that every year. People bothering. Where's the list? Um, but um, it starts June twenty second, and it's one of our most uh, favorite events here in Saugatuck, Douglas area. And it's every Wednesday, seven to nine p.m. at Wicks Park. So grab a chair, grab your picnic, grab your friends. Maybe leave your family at home, um, <laughs> or bring your family, um, and um, and it's a good time. It's free, and they also offer free shuttle service as well. So if you want to park at the high school, you can take your shuttle down and uh, bring your equipment, and then make sure you get on that last bus back because yep. it leaves uh, just before nine o'clock, and uh, it'll take you right back to your car if you can't find parking in town. There's lots of great food in town um, that you can get, and they're also going to have food trucks this year. I saw that. Yeah. And uh, I wondered, I, you know, it, at first I wondered, you know, is that going to make all the restaurants, you know, upset or angry? Because, you know, they mm-hmm. sell food for music in the park. But I apparently I've talked to several businesses that, you know, serve food for music in the park. They're 
they're quite fine with that. Yeah, like I said earlier, I think there's enough visitors to go around. Yeah. Uh, people can get their food quicker then. They won't have to wait, you know, an hour for a pizza if, somewhere right. else because they correct. have more options. Correct, correct. Uh, they're going to kick off June 22nd, um, and that'll be the first one. That's in about a week and a half. Um, the Sessions will be uh, sponsored by Century 21 Affiliated and Back Alley Pizza will be sponsors that week. Um, and then the following June 29th, Nate Holly. My favorite. We talked about Nate Holly. He really brings a crowd. He'll be sponsored by Land Sharks and New Standard Cannabis. They're good at sponsoring things. They, the, the New Standard, they are. <laughs> they, they put the. They, they certainly are. That's where Erin uh, Wilkinson. Yeah. She works there. Mm-hmm. She was a city clerk, mm-hmm. but then she left the job to work at the pot shop. It sounds like a fun <laughs> job to me. I know. Um, uh, July sixth, uh, Vincent Miller and Chris uh, Forrest. Uh, oh, here we go. Forest Jerry. <laughs> um, Vincent Miller and Chris Forestry. That's a new band. I haven't I haven't heard them. I haven't either. So it's always nice to have a little, you know, mix up in the in the in the rather than the same ones every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll have a platinum sponsored Lakeshore Pet Boutique. Oh, very nice. And I love the Lakeshore Pet Boutique. I don't even have pets and I always go in there finding something I want or I'll buy a candle or something. Mm-hmm. They've got great candles there, by the way. Um, and then July thirteenth, Rock Shop. And every year, that's sponsored by Tammy Kerr. She loves Rock Shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll see her dancing and, uh, and having a good time there on July 13th. And also uh, will be sponsored by Century 21 Affiliated and Sagatuck Brewing Company. And they'll all be there July 20th. Hurricane! The hurricane is coming to Saugatuck on July 20th. And, uh, of course, the sponsors will be Mill Pond Realty and Vacation Rentals and Big B. They're going to join together to bring hurricane. And we can't have music in the park without one of our favorites. And that's what we led into with Don Middlebrook. Mm-hmm. Don Middlebrook has been playing at music in the park since it started. It's been, golly, about 25 years now. Wow. And uh, he'll be on July 27th. Uncle Jesse on August 3rd. Sea Cruisers on August 10th. They do a lot of that 50s music. Mm-hmm. And um, and then uh, August 17th, Cheap Dates. Um, Mill Pond, Mill Pond, Mill Pond. Boy, <laughs> they have, they're really sponsoring a lot of the a lot of the dates there. And then, you know, um, Mill Pond will also have movie in the park uh, that, uh, that same week, August 10th, that following Saturday. I think that's the 14th. I'm like in my head. I'm thinking that's the 14th. <laughs> but they'll have movie in the park. Such a fun event. That is a really fun event where they'd get the big movie screen and they'll be at uh, the park here, Coughlin Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll look forward to that. You know, you can find all of these events and more at Sagatuck.com. Or you can also go to SagatuckDouglas.com. Or you can go to Facebook and say, Events in Sagatuck. It's pretty easy these days to find out what's going on. Um, uh, the August 17th, cheap dates. And then August 24th, one of our favorites, uh, favorite country gals, Brenda Loomis. And she'll be sponsored by Sagatuck Harbor Insurance. Mark Beck in there. So, uh, music in the park, we're on. It's it's going to be exciting. Yes, that's it's one of exciting. my family's favorite things yeah. to do. Yeah, uh, I know I'll be there. It'll be nice to just sit back. And, and enjoy. relax and enjoy. Of course, I will bring my bubble wand. Of course. I, I will blow. You can't have music there in the park without There would be lots of bubbles. disappointed children if you yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's already time for break. We've got to take a little station identification. We've got to thank our wonderful sponsors like Charming Sagatuck Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia, and Mill Pond Realty. You're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday. On 92.7 The Van, here on the Lakeshore. Hey, stay tuned. We've got a great show ahead. Lisa Freeman from Spice Merchants. Drew Van Hartsfeld from Mitten Brewery. 
and then Scott Sullivan from Commercial Record. We'll be right back after these messages. Mill Pond Realty is in need of homes for sale in Southwest Michigan. Laura Durham from Mill Pond Realty should be the first name you think of when a need to sell arises. Mill Pond Realty is a local, family-owned business. Laura Durham has been serving the community for 40 years. Call 269-857-1477 or online at millpondrealty.com. You can relax knowing that Mill Pond Realty can make the entire process seamless and smooth from listing through after the closing. Call 269-857-1477 or visit online at millpondrealty.com. A delightful getaway is closer than you'd expect. Charming Sagatug Rentals has three great locations of various sizes that's within walking distance to coffee shops for the morning and the bars in the evening. Sagatug Apartment is perfect for couples and girlfriend getaways with a year-round hot tub. The Craftsman sleeps six or go big with the Douglas Historic House that sleeps eight. All rentals have on-site parking. Find Charming Sagatug Rentals on Facebook for details. And if you say Gregory sent you, we'll make sure we add in a special gift. Are you looking for fresh flowers? Back to the Fuchsia offers fresh, unique floral arrangements, green and blooming plants, locally crafted, fresh coast candles, and more from Back to the Fuchsia. Check out their website for ideas and delivery options. That's at backtothefuchsia.net. That's F-U-C-H-S-I-A. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Back to the Fuchsia, located in the old hardware building across from the post office in Saugatuck. Need a lift? This is Phyllis Eif from the Inner Urban. We are a public bus system offering door-to-door service in Saugatuck, Douglas, and Saugatuck Township seven days a week until 7 p.m. Try our prescription delivery service or ride to Holland and back every Tuesday. Our buses are wheelchair accessible, have bike racks, and are pet friendly. We're the go-to to get to where you want to go to. Call 269-857-1418 and ride with the Inner Urban today. Talk on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncy, and I've got to tell you, that's one of my favorites. You're listening to Don Middlebrook, and he's given us a wealth of library, uh, a huge library of all of his music. He's got new CDs out, and we're going to have more of his music on as soon as I figure out how to load it into my soundboard there. Uh, maybe I'll have to get some technical help from CJ, um, and uh, we'll, see, we'll see if we can get that. But we've got, we've got some great music by Don Middlebrook. He's one of my friends as well, and he'll be playing today. That's right, today. Uh, from 3 p.m. to 6 at the Retro Boat Rentals, or we call it the old boathouse there. They've just uh, started their new menu. The fish lads are no longer there, and now they've got uh, their own menu. I had their loaded potato tots, tater tots with Yum. bacon. Oh, it was so good, Ashley. I'm right here with my co-host, Ashley Siebelink. And uh, I'm, I'm trying so hard to pronounce that right. And I've, I've done good so far, haven't yes, I? Yes, good job. Uh, uh, well, I'll give you back to the show. And, um, uh, well, you know, let's not waste any time with this and that. Let's get that disco ball down now. 
and make her work the runway. Wow, wow, look at her go. Look at those moves. A little spice. You want a little spice in your Very life? Spicy. We've got so we've got some spice. We've got Lisa Freeman from the Spice and Tea Merchants. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Good morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good to have you on. Um, Lisa, thanks for being on the show. Oh, thank you. I missed Appreciate- you last week. I know. <laughs> I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so glad you were able to make it. Um, uh, I've, I've, I've known you, well, basically since I moved to town, um, uh, because I remember you had the Spice Merchants. It was a small store about 15 years ago or so was when I remember. 20. It, it's been 20. Okay. Wow. Ooh, yikes. Uh, well, I remember Lincoln Brackett worked for you before he had his store in Douglas. He sure did. And, and uh, he sold spices. And when before I moved here, of course, we'd always visit Spice Merchants. And it was this tiny little store with these little aisles. And the spices, they were like stacked to the ceiling. <laughs> and you walked through, and there would always be a line there. Because people were waiting to, so they could get their turn. It was such a small little spot. 425 square feet. Where we that's our flagship store. It's uh-huh. where we started. Yeah, so, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And now you're up to um I was uh, uh looking at your website. Uh, you've got fifteen stores all around the country. We do. We do have fifteen stores and we're kind of smattered around here and there, mostly in Michigan, but um we're we franchised uh several years ago and mm-hmm. that's enabled us to expand and grow and so here we are today california colorado illinois michigan and then mississippi Mm -hmm. north carolina and texas yeah well now do you travel to these locations Mm -hmm. i do Mm -hmm. yeah it gives me a good (laughs) write-off exactly (laughs) yes i do i do i go visit the people i do the build outs i'm I'm very Uh hands-on do the training everything oh wow that's great now where where are you originally from lisa um well Gun Lake, Gun Lake, which is Wayland area, uh-huh. I guess as the crow flies, probably, goodness, 30 minutes from here, but driving takes a little longer because there's no direct. So route, you were but... born at a casino or <laughs> pretty much? Uh... Yeah, no, you know, that was not there back then. It was very quiet, like tumbleweeds. Um, <laughs> right. Very, very small community back then, but grown now. But anyway, yeah, uh, grew up out at Gun Lake, went to Wayland School. But my mom and dad were big boaters, and we would come to – we. I've been coming to Sagatok. In fact, I can remember being at Charlie's when I was three. Um, I can remember what it looks like. Um, and we spent a lot of time in the cove and shopping and yeah, stayed here on a boat. Yeah, we, you know, we did what people love to do here. So. Right, right, and and so you fell in love with the area then too, right? That, I, yeah, it's like a story yeah. you hear over and over again here. Yeah. Um, you, you talked about Charlie's. You mean Charlie's Round the Corner Ice Cream? Yes, sir. store. That's yeah. the place. Now it's called Round the Corner. Yes, and now it's yours. It is. Yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> and, and 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 so um, and actually around the corner ice cream place. It's where really the locals go. You know, it's kind of yeah, it like is. Is. not a lot of people know about it unless you've been coming here for like fifty years. Then you know yeah. Charlie's, which is right there. Their competition, Gilwin's, right, across, right the street. across the street. But it always has been. Yeah, it's never been any different. Right. Right. So, but of course. Uh, around the corner is right next to Spice and Tea Merchants now, too. So, Correct. Because we're on Mason Street. We're in the yeah. same building. Yeah, so. right there on Mason Street. 132 Mason Street. Yeah. 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 And um, and uh, beautiful building, by the way. Um, uh, much bigger than where they used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. And the ice cream place, um, you've done a lot of improvements to that since you guys bought it. Um yeah, updates. It's still the same. It is, yeah. but it's it's a lot cleaner, brighter. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, you also sell candy and things like that? Or? Yeah. In fact, I was at the, we uh, have a booth, the Spice Store does at, at the Holland Farmer's Market. And I was there yesterday and there was a gal spinning cotton candy. Oh. So I walked down and I told Kim, I said, I have a new job for you and it requires a tutu and rainbow socks and pink hair. You're going to be spinning cotton candy in front of Charlie's. I want that oh job. I want that. I, you, you may have it. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah, right. It so, would be fun. It's um, a small investment. For, it's kind of a cool thing. I always anyway. say one of the things that I would really enjoy doing is making fudge. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that would be a great job to have. Mm-hmm. And I like just like how engaging they are with people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I remember back in the day in Detroit, we had Trapper's Alley, which was a um, like a big mall, which is now. I remember that. Yeah, do you? And and um, uh, they had, uh, there was uh, laser golf on the top floor. And then it was like a mall area. And then the bottom layer was a fudge place. And they would all rap and engage everybody. Oh, that's super cool. And um, that was well, a lot of Well, maybe we could rap to ice cream. That's or what spice, I'm thinking. That's you know? what I'm thinking. I've, I've got the room in front of the store there. So. <laughs> <laughs> got a nice patio and uh, a pole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need. Um, uh, uh, and uh, well, I could make some good tips that you way. Could. I think you some, would do very well, Gregory. Some yeah, candy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you uh, started your business 20 years ago in, in uh, Spice Merchants. Um, what exactly is Spice and Tea? merchants you used to be spice merchants and then you brought tea to the mix yeah and, and it, 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 that's a little bit i think of a, you've always had tea though didn't well you? it's an interesting story so literally in my little 400 square foot store at 115 butler where we started i can remember in september of that year that we opened that I, we weren't open yet but i was sitting on the floor with bags of spice around me <laughs> and i was so paranoid that i would forget what something was that i had everything labeled now of course i could identify it in my sleep but right. you know back then i was I, I didn't i didn't know so um we started with um, and you kind of have to i mean if i was you know some people are allergic to different things or yeah. you know well, see so yeah of course have to but know. well well but i mean i had to put it on the on the shelf of the label. Oh, so right. <laughs> it's that label thing that got me. Rosemary or, or, or oregano. Who cares? Right. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, we started with, oh gosh, we started all of our, well, first of all, our blends, uh, our blend recipes are our, our, our recipes are proprietary to our business. And we yeah. do have at this point, we have nearly 200 blends in the store. So of course we don't blend all of those anymore. You've got a good do, rub too. Um, yeah. You're, no, you do. You, yeah. you make that rub. I've used it before yeah. for my ribs. We have Suckatuck steak. We yep. have coffee barbecue, chipotle raspberry. I mean, we have several that are very, very good. But mm. back in that, in the, you know, back when we first started, um, we maybe had a couple dozen blends, and they were all ours, all our recipes. So I was like a mad scientist blending. Uh, right. <laughs> and then, um, you know, just a handful of singles, and I literally started. So this is what's interesting. I started with five jars of tea. That was it. It uh-huh. took up one little row on my column of spice shelves. And and when I came into town, everybody said, that girl's crazy. She's going to lose her business. She's going to lose her building. She's never going to make it in the spice world. <sighs> so here we are 20 years later, and now uh, almost 200 teas as well. And that's really why we had to grow our space is right. because we just have so much to offer, all wow. you know, the loose leaf teas. And tea has evolved Back 20 years ago, it wasn't such a big thing. Now it is a huge thing because right. it's there's so many health benefits to it, and um, you know it's coming from all over the world. You can make cocktails with it. You can drink it hot, 
cold. You know, there's there's many many health benefits to right. tea. So right, right, it's grown a lot. Um, how do you develop? These, that your line of products. I mean, you guys, you have a warehouse here, right? We do. Uh, our distribution center is just up the hill at the old Masonic Lodge. Uh-huh. And, Which um, you've done a great job with that building, by the way. I, that, yeah, good. Yeah, was, I mean, it ebbs and flows, but it's, it's you know. <laughs> it looks a lot better than it, it used to. Well, it does. Yeah. But nevertheless, that's where our office is and distribution center. Uh-huh. And um, and then we distribute to our our other stores around the country from that point as well. So it's kind of neat. We're based right here in Sagatok, right where we started. Flagship store is still here. And um, so development, you asked about development. Yeah. Um, again, it's just an ever-changing land, landscape or climate, With um, certainly with the teas, not as much with spice. Now with spice, we're constantly creating new blends. And, you know, if there are new things that come out on the market, and we'll bring them in and test them and um but you know the teas too i mean it's just it's gone from just you know brewing a bag in a cup of hot water to something so much more different so we do trade shows um experiment a lot we when we bring new product in we you know kind of have a taste testing um there at the office and so it's just a matter of research and kind of deciding where we want to head with our store and we certainly 20 years ago didn't start with the health aspect of this right it is now 85 percent of what drives our decisions wow so our our blends are the most important thing to me when I opened my store was to have blends that didn't have anything in them that was manufactured, man-made, artificial, 15 letters in one word. Right. I wanted spice in there. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what they are still today. Right. So, again, you're putting something into your body that is good for you. Right. You know, not a chemical, not something manufactured. It is truly spice. Yeah, or from tea. from the ground, um, and and uh, you know your shop always smells so good. When you, when you walk in spice merchants, you just automatically get hungry. How, you taste test these things. What do you do? You have a barbecue back there, or you or do you take? You don't just taste the spices, do you? Or maybe you do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh-huh. But of course, then they go through the rigorous, you know, uh, exercise of. You know, if it's a rub, we try it on proteins. Or Yum. if it's a vegetable seasoning, well, again, we taste test it. We we cook with it. Um, we do have one supplier. I I when I started to bring suppliers in, it was important to me that they have the same uh, aspect or foundation as I built my company on, and that was you know again no chemicals, nothing artificial, right. etc. Um, and so we have somebody that's uh, down in Indiana that supplies us with some of our blends. And when he develops new things, he sends us samples. And again, we, we you know we taste them, test them, try them, um, cook with them. And some we start to carry, and some we don't. Or, or sometimes we'll bring them into the store, and we'll see how they do for a year. And if they don't do well, then you know we'll eliminate them and bring something else in. So it is an ever-changing landscape for us. I mean, we have the things that will never go away. Sagatuck Steak Rub. Very first blend I ever made, and it is still in the store, and we sell hundreds of pounds of it every year, uh-huh. um, probably thousands. So, so that's one of your best sellers. I was gonna. That was one of my questions too. Mm-hmm. What what moves out of there the quickest? We talk about that. What else are your big products there? Tuscan Tuscan blend. That's really, like that. Uh, 
it's it's uh, very versatile. It's good on any any protein. You can grill with it, saute with it. Uh, you, you can use it on vegetables. Uh, mix it into sour cream or cream cheese for mm. a vegetable mm. dip or cracker spread. Um, oil for bread dipping. Oh, okay. Pastas. So Tuscan's a big seller. If you like a little heat, raspberry chipotle. It's okay. that sweet, hot, yeah. um, very nice, smoky flavor. Good on proteins, good on vegetables. I was just saying, it would be good on ribs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Coffee, coffee barbecue. Mm-hmm. That's the... that's the Coffee act- barbecue? There's coffee in the, yes. in the blend? Coffee's a natural tenderizer. So oh. if you dry rub with that the night before you cook your ribs, you'll end up with something more tender, basically. I didn't know that. Yeah. Or or a steak. Oh, okay. Yeah, so those are our big sellers. But, of course, you know, we have... we have our Boaters blend. That's a dill-based blend. That's very good. Yeah, on that fish. is good. I like and, the Boaters blend yeah, myself. Yeah, I've bought that there we're before. We're in fish season right now, uh-huh. so I mean, really, with almost two hundred blends in there, you you name it, we got it. You know, we'll we'll find something for you. Popcorn, uh, pies, cakes, uh, any sort of sweet dessert. And then, I don't know if you've tried our truffle salt. Yes, I have. I've got some in my cupboard, actually. That is the meth of spice. I only use a little bit of it. Yeah, (laughs) that's all you need. It is. It truly is. It's like like crack. You can put it on everything. I even put it on dessert. So, like, I'll sprinkle a little on ice cream or a Mm -hmm. chocolate mousse, and I don't tell anybody. It's like the secret ingredient. Wow. Again, you have a lot of it. You open that jar, and if you like mushrooms, it's it's done. You're done. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now, you've got your products where else can i find them other than in your store here do you have a website right it's spicemerchants.biz yes yeah uh-huh. um yeah so online for sure again we ship right right out of saga talk for um, folks that listen we, i've got i've got mm-hmm. friends that listen on the east side of the state i know um uh of course Lori. yeah i know she's listening and she she's a big foodie over there and um and uh, so she'll want i know she'll want to check out your website well, on the east side we do have the northville store and ann arbor both beautiful stores stores okay so um so you hear that east siders go check her out over yeah, there northville yeah, sure. and ann arbor mm-hmm. carry okay. mall in ann arbor so i've uh, been there for gosh we've been there in ann arbor for probably 16 15 16 years wow that was that one of your so, first franchises or it was it's actually a corporate owned store okay. and that was my third store okay it was saga Tuck, east grand rapids and then uh ann arbor and we've been in the same place in ann arbor ever since mm-hmm. uh east grand rapids turned into the grand rapids downtown market mm-hmm. so we moved a few miles to the west right yeah so, awesome yeah. awesome 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 um you're we talked about your best sellers what why why is why is it so special what makes your product more special? Like, why, why, why is your product better than getting a McCormick Spices? Well, and I will say, as far as competitors and go... I, maybe I shouldn't say a name, but... Well, you know what? I, I think you know, that if you, if you were to go to a, a big box grocery store mm-hmm. in Holland, yeah. um, and something like McCormick's was there, I, you know, McCormick's is great. Um, I think they're, they have a very, very good line. They've been in business forever. Where we, where our strength again comes back to, we're very particular about what goes into our blends and, and to our teas. And we're, we watch that. We're very conscious of any type of, you know, thing, word that's on the back of a label that we can't pronounce. It's not going to, we're not going to sell it in our store. That's uh-huh. the, that's the bottom line. And you, and if you flip a jar over in a big box grocery store, um, 
you're going to see things that you don't recognize. You're right. going to see words that you can't even pronounce. Yeah, like monodiglycerides. Exactly. Or I, I, you know, all of those exactly. words. It's like, what? I've never, That you know, is right. exactly my point. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it depends. I mean, mm-hmm. if that doesn't bother you, then, hey, it's fine to, you know, to buy stuff at big box stores. Um, I would stay away from spices like a dollar stores, um, lower end stores. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a big jar of cinnamon for a yeah. buck. Oh, I've noticed the difference. I, I remember, you know, in younger and grocery shopping and going to those dollar stores. You get the big yeah. thing yeah. of spice. It's it moth dust. Uh, yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's, it's old. Yeah, right. It's old. And it's not bad for you. It's not going to hurt you in any way. But what happens with spices is that, and herbs, there's, it's, it's what's called volatile oils in them that makes them flavorful. And over time, the volatile oils will start to dry up mm. and then the flavor goes away. Right. That's what happens with a spice. Now, with the dollar store type deal, um, what they're doing is they're buying old, old inventory from big, big spice houses and it's cheap. They're right. getting it for cents on the dollar. You know, mm-hmm. they're probably paying two cents for three ounces of cinnamon, but. It might be three or four or five years old. Yeah. Our wow. cinnamon yeah. our cinnamon literally comes in on the East Coast, gets processed. It has to it, it comes in obviously from other countries. Right. Um gets processed uh, according to FDA requirements and then literally hits the dock and comes to us. So it's that fresh. I mm-hmm. mean, our stuff is is, you know, in the spice world anything under a year is considered you mm-hmm. know fresh ours is just probably a couple of months old by the wow. time it hits our shelves wow so it makes a big difference wow. again not, it's not bad for you to consume old you know brown or tan parsley that's been in your cabinet for 10 years right but you're not going to get anything out of it. You're not yeah. going to get flavor. And for the small amount of cost, I mean, we sell some things at half an ounce. For that reason, parsley is one of them. Right. Um, we don't want it to go bad. And we don't want you to come in and, you know, spend a lot of money on parsley. And then, you know, in a year when it's no good anymore, you know, we want you to throw it away and come back and get more because that's what makes it flavorful and good. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't want you to feel like, oh, my gosh, I spent a lot of money on that parsley. I don't want to throw it away. <laughs> right. You know, just toss it. Come yeah. on in and get another half ounce. If right. you don't go through a half ounce a year, then come in and get quarter ounce oh wow so you you weigh you weigh at your discretion so i could get as little as a quarter ounce yeah yes absolutely yeah Yeah. um spices and teas and what else do you sell at spice and tea merchants here at your place we carry a great line of hot sauces those have become very popular over the years um hot sauce honey local honeys in all of our stores we don't source from a company that's national Mm -hmm. we source locally so that you know local honey Honey will help with allergies. Again, very healthy for you. Right. Flavorful. Um, so we do sell that. We sell a, a dried soup line. It's it's just basically add water and broth and yes. cook. I love those. I've had those. <laughs> do you have the Italian wedding? Yes. It's back? Uh, it should be. On the shelf because I'm coming to get that. That's one of my favorites. Okay. Because I'll make the little meatballs with that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so you add a protein. Yeah. I add yeah. a protein and chicken stock. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my favorites. Love a quick so, meal like that. Yeah, I do too. Well, and what's nice about those soups is that, you know, if you're single or maybe have one other person in your household, it does make about eight servings, but it freezes. Yeah. So I Correct. buy the little Tupperware things for two. 
I'll divide my soup out, throw it in the freezer, and then, you know, great on a nice cold winter day, bring it to work, throw it in the microwave, you're good to go for lunch yeah. or dinner. Yeah, definitely. So very easy. Very oh, I'm easy. excited that they've got Italian wedding soup. I haven't had that in a while. And I used to I'll get verify. that when you guys were across the street from Del Sol. I oh, okay. used to just walk over there and grab yeah. it all the time. I, I am pretty sure that we carry it. Yeah. I know I can get it. Okay, well, if it's not there, I'll call you. There we go. So, <laughs> But along with that, we have yeah. uh, hard goods as well, teapots, right, that's, that's what I, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you've so got a nice brew. collection of like in tea and mm-hmm. uh, infused, and mm-hmm. and then cups. And don't you have the mugs where you can infuse right in yes. the same mug? Right? Yes, and yeah. they can go right in the microwave. You can heat your water up, brew your tea, and there's a little drip catch to put the little basket on. So they work, you know, fantastically. That's so. kind of exciting. So yeah. you are such a busy girl. A little bit. I, I'm glad <laughs> that I was able to get you on the show. Um, when you're not when you're not running around and mixing spices and. <laughs> Because, I mean, I see a lot of cars. I see you guys over there all the time working at yeah. the headquarters there. Yeah. And um, and you're not checking out. What what do you like to do for fun? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I love the outside. Uh-huh. Um, so I, you know, hike, bike, uh, ski in the winter, uh, big boat enthusiast. I actually just bought a boat. So I'm hoping to spend, hoping to have some time to spend on the boat. And dogs. I got two big Bernice Mountain dogs. And, right. you know, they're, I got 250 pounds of dog there. So... <laughs> We do a lot of, you know, walking through the dunes I bet. and trail hikes and things like that. I so, bet. yeah, I like to be outside. That's uh-huh. what I love. Oh, that's so. cool. Because yeah. I, mean, I see you, you've got spice merchants and ice cream. And, I mean, you're just so busy. I'm running. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't walk, I run. <laughs> so. um, you must have a great staff of people to help you keep everything I going. I do, I do. And, you know, I, I will say, and I, anyone who's listening out there can probably identify with the fact that, oh, my goodness, staffing in the last two years has just been awful. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we do struggle like everybody else. I mean, even the ice cream store right now, we're unlimited hours because we don't have enough staff. And I, you know, I can't wear my poor kids to, to death. Right. So um, it is hard. And, um, you know, I do a lot of work myself because of that reason. I work more now than I did previous to COVID. Yeah, same uh, here. Just, I, yeah, yeah. I was just talking to, because I wanted to get Scott Sullivan's uh, phone number. And I was talking to his boss, Michael Wilcox. And, mm-hmm. and we were just talking about how... You know, it is. It's it's really hard right now. Mm-hmm. To, uh, and all of us that are working, we're all working twice as hard, mm-hmm. um, honestly. And yeah. Mike was saying the same thing. He says, I, at this age, I never thought I'm working harder than I did before COVID. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I is. am, too. Yeah, I am, yeah. too. At 55, we're, we're I'm su- like... Please. Right. We're in our 50s. We're supposed to start slowing, <laughs> slowing down, down and enjoying life a little bit, <laughs> yeah. right? I know. Um, uh, so, and, and now you'll be here. All, do you primarily stay in Saugatuck during the I summer? I Yeah, I really can't afford to get away it's just too tough to leave you know right. i mean if i get a chance i do i i actually last year i went to uh last summer in the last week of august went to alaska with my daughter for a week so that was great oh wow um but that's a little you know we wanted to go in the summer so there wasn't snowing mm-hmm. um and there was some daylight but um i you know i just don't take a lot of time off i do try to enjoy what we have to offer right here in Sagatuck. Mm-hmm. um you know i try to Again, uh, enjoy the water, the dunes, hiking, the beaches. I mean, we have so many beautiful things here. And, you know, we all know that we don't even need to leave town to have a great meal. Right. Absolutely. You know, I don't have a lot of time to cook myself right now or in the summer months. I do more in the winter. But Uh um, and of course, I love cooking. But, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're fortunate that we live in a town where you can kind of get what you need right here You're right. and you know in the in the winter months when i'm slowing slowing down and not running so hard mm-hmm. that's when i take the time to 
you know, go to maybe down to Florida or what have you. Go right. to warmer weather and enjoy some time off. So, right. but summer's not the time to do that. <laughs> so. um, uh, Spice Merchants, you're located at 132 Mason Street. That's your flagship mm-hmm. store. Yes. And of course, you can find them all around the country. And uh, you Eastsiders, check out their Ann Arbor and Northville store. You can also go to their website at uh, uh, spicemerchants.biz, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and you can order things online as well. What's your phone number? It's 269-857. 3031 uh-huh. is the store phone here store in Sagatop. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. yep. And just in case people want to call you. And uh, you, of course, you can always email at orders at spicemerchants.biz. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Lisa Freeman, thank you for being yeah, on the show. Thank you. I'm glad I didn't sleep through this one. Yeah. <laughs> No it was headache today. <laughs> interesting to learn about about how you go about in your process. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, get this frog out of my mouth. Um, and uh, I, I need a, some of that healing tea. I think. there you go. Throat yeah. therapy. I, I should. I should that's, try that. Yeah. I should. Yeah, um, uh, and uh, hope you have a wonderful Sunday. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. And good uh, summer. Yeah. Yeah. You too. I'll see you. I'm sure. I'll oh, see absolutely. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget, music in the park starts June 22nd. Great. So, and every Wednesday. I'm through. kind of excited about Don being down at Retro today. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go see Don Middlebrook too. Yeah. He'll be there. Yeah. At Retro this afternoon at 3 p.m. So cool. we'll be seeing Don as well. Awesome. Thanks again. Uh-huh. Thank you. I'll sleep again. Uh-huh. <laughs> and thank welcome. you for listening. This is Gregory Muncy with my co-host, Ashley Siebeling. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I, I did, did you remember she was still here? I'm I still just, here. Okay, good. I was just taking in all the spice information. <laughs> Stay tuned. Grab another cup of coffee. This is Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van. We've got Drew Van Hartsfeld from the Mitten Brewing. He's right there in the wings there. He'll be next up. And we'll be right back after these messages. Super cool. Thank you. Need a lift? This is Phyllis Ife from the Inner Urban. We are a public bus system offering door-to-door service in Sagatuck, Douglas, and Sagatuck Township. Seven days a week until 7 p.m. Try our prescription delivery service or ride to Holland and back every Tuesday. Our buses are wheelchair accessible, have bike racks, and are pet-friendly. We're the go-to to get to where you want to go to. Call 269-857-1418 and ride with the Inner Urban today. Are you looking for fresh flowers? Back to the Fuchsia offers fresh, unique floral arrangements, green and blooming plants, locally crafted, fresh coast candles, and more from Back to the Fuchsia. Check out their website for ideas and delivery options. That's at backtothefuchsia.net. That's F-U-C-H-S-I-A. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Back to the Fuchsia, located in the old hardware building across from the post office in Saugatuck. A delightful getaway is closer than you'd expect. Charming Sagatug Rentals has three great locations of various sizes that's within walking distance to coffee shops for the morning and the bars in the evening. Sagatug Apartment is perfect for couples and girlfriend getaways with a year-round hot tub. The Craftsman sleeps six or go big with the Douglas Historic House that sleeps eight. All rentals have on-site parking. Find Charming Sagatug Rentals on Facebook for details. And if you say Gregory sent you, we'll make sure we add in a special gift. Do you have a vacation home that sits empty a portion of the year? 
Have you thought of receiving income when you're not able to spend time at your property? Then phone Mill Pond Realty at 269-857-1477 to learn how the rental guests can turn your home into a lucrative investment. If you're looking for a smooth process to make your home into a vacation rental, Laura Durham from Mill Pond Realty is the call to make. Call 269-857-1477 or go online at millpondrealty.com. So do you like the radio? We hope so, because you're listening right now. But have you ever thought about working on the radio? We've got a couple of great openings right now, and you might be the perfect match. They're part-time positions running our high school and Hope College sports programs, as well as some other weekend work running specialty programs. It's mostly behind-the-scenes stuff in the studio. Now, we can't guarantee you'll ever crack the mic, but for the right person, who knows? Your mom might end up hearing you on the radio. If you have a flexible schedule, are a quick learner with computers and audio equipment, and think working at a radio station might be fun, call us at 616-392-3121 and we'll connect you with the right person and get you an application. 392-3121. We're looking to fill the spots as soon as possible, so don't make us ask again. 392-3121 or stop by our studios on Central Avenue. 99.7 and 1450 WHTC and 92.7 The Van are part of Midwest Communications Incorporated, an equal opportunity employer by choice. Summer rocks along the lakeshore. Thanks for listening to 92.7 The Van, WYVN, Saugatuck, Holland, and streaming at 927thevan.com. you're listening to here we've been talking about him all morning we're anxious to see him at the old boathouse i'm going to tell tell you again so you don't forget he'll be at the old boathouse today from three to six so have to go over there check done out and it is summertime and the weather weather's been great hasn't been ashley oh so great and did you see the forecast this week Uh, it's gonna get hot 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 hot. (laughs) uh tuesday or wednesday it's gonna go up to they said 90 yes but it's gonna feel like it's 100 so the heat's coming and for you folks that have been complaining, it's too cool. I love the 65 degrees, it 70 feels degrees. It's great, especially in the mornings, the right. cool, calm mornings. Right. And we didn't have much of a spring, so at least we're getting part of a spring yes. before the summer hits. So On Tuesday? For, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to a lot of things. Um, I heard... Uh, you had uh, some pizza this week. You... I did. We on Thursday, Thursday we had an adult boat ride. Left the kid at home with a sitter. And oh, nice! Grabbed some pizza from uh-huh. our favorite Mitten Brewing Company. Isn't that good? Isn't that good stuff? That <laughs> yeah. pizza. It's one of our favorites. I, I know we'll get one of those Mitten Brewery pizzas mm-hmm. uh, for music in the park, yep. and uh, and enjoy that in the park as well. Speaking of Mitten Brewery, that's who our next guest is. Get that disco ball out and let him work the runway. Wow, he's got the moves. He's the guy to know at Mitten Brewery. Hey, Drew Van Hartsvelt. Good morning, Gregory Muncy. Good morning, Ashley. Good, Good morning. morning. Welcome to the show, Drew. Um, am I saying your last name correct? Uh, I mean, you're saying it as correctly as anyone ever does. <laughs> I was actually listening on the way in from Holland. 
and you said, oh, yeah, I just hope I'm pronouncing it right. And uh-huh. my immediate thought was, oh, poor guy's got my <laughs> name next. Let's hear you say it. How yeah. do you say it? Van Hartisvelt. Oh. Hartisvelt. Yes, they are uh, strong vowels. Okay, okay. Got my it. Last um, I was I was googling you. I, I Google people. Uh-oh. You know, yeah. And um, <laughs> I was noticing, you know, your last name. A lot of times, there's a DT to it. Like yeah, yes. Yeah. So, and I know. Um, well, you didn't have the DT. It's just T. Yeah, my uh, great grandfather dropped that because uh, he dropped the D. You know, why not try to shorten one letter out of the whole alphabet? Pre- uh-huh. Pretty, pretty much. Right. So right. it's actually yeah, it uh, changes my last name with the DT. So with no D, it's uh, just Dutch. With the DT, it's actually a Frieslandish. Oh. Uh, in the what? Dutch, it's what? Frieslandish. Friesland. Oh. So oh. before the the reason why they uh, the Netherlands were a bunch of independent countries and then they re, were united um, and then they became Holland. Uh-huh. Uh, so Friesland was one of the nations over there. Oh, I've so, never heard of Friesland. Yeah. In Fries, my last Fries. name means head doctor or head surgeon. In Dutch, it means deer in the meadow. <laughs> oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From brain sur- surgeon to, a, to deer in the Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't think we had time for trivia, you know, right. uh, and we have it after We've all, all learned something. <laughs> Drew, you're from the northwest suburb of Chicago. Another Chicagoan move into the area. You Shout said, out Northside, what's up? Yeah, city, <laughs> the city folks love it here. Now, you, you, I, were you near that um, that concert venue that's north of the city there? No. At that so outdoor amphitheater? I've been to concerts there. I, what, you know what that, about? Uh, it's not Deer Park. Is, no. No, it's just north, in the northern the um, yeah, suburb there. But so I yeah I actually moved away when I was pretty young. Oh okay. Um, but I was born in Hoffman Estates, and uh, there's a freeway 53 that runs through Palatine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When that was expanded, that was expanded into my family's backyard. So oh. the state of Illinois bought my family out, and we moved back to West Michigan, where my parents are originally from. <laughs> oh okay. So yeah, as a young kid, you were you you went to Holland High School, I see. Yep. 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 Class of 02, getting up there. Sorry for anyone that feels like that's a youngster, but I don't feel like a youngster anymore. Oh, Lord. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, And uh, so, you know, growing up here, almost just like Lisa, Mm -hmm. uh, Lisa Freeman, um, you grew up here with your grandparents having a boat here and uh, being in the boat life and uh, hanging out at the pool at Singapore. Um, and you later worked um, as dot crew there at Singapore? Yeah, that was a fun job. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Thanks to all the boaters that have been longtime members there. I had a lot of really, really great times that summer. Um, <clears throat> it's just a fun place to be mm-hmm. all summer, you know? If mm-hmm. I'm going to be having to be stuck somewhere making money, mm-hmm. it's not a bad place to be stuck making money. That's and, for sure. Sounds fun. Yeah. You know, yeah, the... You know, Tuesdays still kind of give me give me nightmares because that was uh, pump out day. All uh-huh. you boaters know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> right. That's when that's when you're releasing the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then you, uh, you know, you, you were young, and so you're you're checking yourself out. You went to Detroit, suburb of Detroit. I, that's my old stomping grounds. Where at yeah. Detroit? Yeah. Shout out Northside Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I lived in Shelby Township yep. primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked at a pool hall uh, called Snookers. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was very familiar with Snookers. Yep. Yeah. So uh-huh. that was a really fun place to work. It had an open kitchen. So I started there uh, actually as a dishwasher and busser. Mm-hmm. And 
and within uh, a few short months, worked my way all the way up to running um, behind the bar with the other bartenders. Mm-hmm. Um, started my culinary there, started my bartending there, and, you know, I, as you can tell, don't like to talk, and I'm very shy. So <laughs> I noticed that. I, uh, yeah, I was really worried about you having on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just kind of <laughs> fell in love with the bartending, you know, pace and uh-huh. just the work and being able to, you know, that making sure people are having fun, and I just, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. And so you came back here to Holland, and, and you work with the Mitten Brewery. What, 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 um, uh, what do you do for Mitten Brewery? So tell, tell us a little bit about Mitten Brewery. First of all, you're located on Water Street. What's your address yep, there? Yep, 329. 329 Water Street. Um, the easiest way that I tell people is just right across from Mermaid. Yep. Mermaid's right. been such an establishment for so long that mm-hmm. I just say right across from Mermaid. Right. Everybody um, knows where that is. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the Teal House, um, but it is a brewery. It's not just a house. Yeah, it, that um, house has been a lot of things. I um, love uh, that building. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it has been. It's been businesses before. I remember yeah. The ladies had a, a, a decorator store. What was? Do you remember that um, home, home interior decorating type thing? I go, golly. Oh, I can't remember the name. If anybody's listening, text me the name. Uh, but uh, they lived there, and they also sold their yard art and everything. In, oh, in the I, yard yeah, I there. remember that. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember that. Uh-huh. And um, and uh, then, but of course it was borrowed time. Yeah, then it was borrowed time. That was one of my favorite hangouts because it was right around the corner. So nice. And we and, still uh, get people that come in and go, "What did you do with all the yard games?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, oh, that was the previous right. over in Douglas. You've you've got a beautiful outside area there, and um, and you guys make a great pizza as well. But um, uh, tell us a little bit what about what you do for Mint Brewery. So. Um, Right now, currently, I am just kind of someone there to uh, just back everything up. Uh-huh. Um, I've got so much uh, kitchen experience in front of the house experience. I'm there kind of just to ensure that we're pr- providing that great mitten experience to everyone. Mm-hmm. Just kind of being a glue in between the sticks holding up the uh, holding up the building, making sure that I'm just in each department, making sure everyone's um, able to, you know, execute. Right, um, right. Which is fun, you know. I don't have the stress of being a full-on manager, but mm-hmm. I have that fun, uh, you know, being able to get everywhere and not be, you know, in one specific spot all day, mm-hmm. um, which sometimes I do. Yesterday, actually, I was uh, back in the kitchen uh, pulling pieces out of the oven for, I don't know, four and a half, five hours. And wow. I haven't done that in a professional kitchen in a very long time, so that felt awesome. Mm-hmm. I played a bunch of uh, polka music for the young kids in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Polka music. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of beer, beer uh, based polka songs, right. which, you know, I don't think any of those 19 year olds have ever heard <laughs> polka funny. music before. Yeah. <laughs> What's your history with the company? So, um, <clears throat> I actually. You've been with them for a minute, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, moved to Grand Rapids. I've, I've, Chicago, Detroit, Grand Rapids, I've been all over. Uh huh. I've been everywhere, man. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I moved out there right when the mitten was opening, and uh-huh. my buddy lived right around the corner, and I went there a couple times just to drink some beer, and I started to fall in love with what it was. Uh-huh. So I become a, became a mug clubber when I moved out there full-time. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask about that, too, so okay. we'll, we'll get back to that. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll keep that in the back of the Yeah, mic. okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I... Um, Became a mug clubber, and then I just started bugging the manager, like, hey, here's my resume. Hire me. 
Uh-huh. And uh, it took a few months, and finally he came up to me, uh, up to me one night on Mug Club night, and he goes, "Hey, grab your beer. I need to talk to you outside." And my first thought was, "Oh no, what did I do?" All right. And he totally played it that way. He even mm-hmm. went on further on that kind of tone. <laughs> and Messing then, with you. Uh, right. yeah, he said, "You know, I, I talked to the staff about you over the weekend. You know, or multiple staff members talked with me about you over the weekend." I'm like, "Oh no." I'm getting banned from a brewery I love. <laughs> and he goes, they all love you. <clears throat> I want to offer you this job. And so I did that. And um, I worked as a bartender out there for about two and a half years. And then I, be- I became their sales representative. Oh, okay. For all over the state of Michigan. Oh. Um, I was all the way up in the UP, uh, east side of the state like crazy. You wow. know, Flint down to Detroit, Mackinac down to New Buffalo on the west side of the state. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, the road... You know, you can only be a road warrior for so long before you get worn out. You guys brew your own beer, right? Oh, so yeah. when I go in there and I pick a beer. I, it's not a place to get a Budweiser. Nope, we <laughs> yeah. do not and have Budweiser. You have all your own brews there, and you also do ciders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we uh, uh, always, always try to make sure that we have on tap, um, and we pretty much. I don't think I've ever seen it where we don't have two options that are gluten-free. Oh, okay. That's, uh, a, that's so, people like that. Yeah. Yep. A lot of yeah. the time we go between um, a, a gluten-free cider. beer. So there is gluten-free beer out there. Is we there? do not make it. Okay. Um, I was just like, how's that possible? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it's uh, made with sorghum. Okay. Which is like a, almost like a molasses okay. uh, type sugar. Instead um, of- but yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't have any of the gluten. Um, but the cider, that's yeah, gluten free. So, <clears throat> that's yeah. gluten free. And then we also uh, rotate uh, between a seltzer. Uh-huh. And a lot of those have different sorts of flavors. Oh. Um, and then also a uh, red wine sangria. I have had oh, the sangria. Yum. That we mix up <laughs> in Grand Rapids, keg off, uh-huh. and then um, ship that out here. Then distribute so, that yep, here. It's all yep. on tap. We do have red and white wine in bottles. Uh-huh. Uh, but other than that, everything is on tap. Right. Nice. And you make your own wine, too? Yeah. All, all of your beverages are house-made. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, primarily, most everything is made out in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Um, this is it, more of like a tasting room and, for you guys, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah and you, tap room. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, and so have you been a part of the brewing process and, and all that? or you Because know, we've taken tours, I know, in the past of the um, Saugatuck Brewery, mm-hmm. and it's quite an operation. Yeah. yeah. Y- your place has got to be as big, if not bigger, than that. We're not quite as big as Saugatuck. Oh, really? No. Oh, okay. I, uh, if, let's see. Last time I looked at the state rankings, I think we were like top 25. Oh, but wow. But Saugatuck wow. is well, like still... a top 10, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're one, of the grand, they're one of the granddaddies yeah, they're, they're in the big, game. They're a big yeah. one. They, they were one of the first ones here in West Michigan before the trends started kicking mm-hmm. off. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of your beer. I Thank drink you. beer by choice. Um, like if I have a, have a choice of what to drink, that, that's my, my drink. And I'm an awesome. IPA drinker, and I awesome. love I love fog out. Mm-hmm. My husband yeah. loves stretch. Mm-hmm. Is that what yep. it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The golden ale. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I just sent some guys uh, your way yesterday. Uh, ran into a bunch of guys, Thank and they you. were asking me where IPAs were. Where do mm-hmm. I get an IPA? And I sent them over to Mitten Brewery. Awesome. Um, and uh, what? Now we talked about your pizza. And we love your pizza. And so you were in the ovens all day yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I actually, for the first time ever, I made a pizza from start to finish. And the greatest thing about it, um, well, not first time ever, first time for the mitten. Right. I made multiple pizzas. (laughs) Right. But for the mitten, 
Uh, they never used to let me in the kitchen in Grand Rapids when I worked in Grand Rapids. Oh, really? They would kick me out of the kitchen and go, get out there, do your job, not our job. Go sell. I we'll make. love yeah. making pizza uh, or food in general. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, uh, the first pizza that I ever made was the pizza that I designed for the mitten that's been on the menu for about six years straight now. I uh-huh. designed it just for a special one week, and it sold <laughs> so well that they decided to keep it on the menu full time. What, what, what is the special pizza? What is that? So my, the pizza the, yeah, I designed, the, yeah. What's it called? So uh, it's called the Curse of the Goat. Huh, that's the my cur- favorite pizza that I have it written down. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah, I uh, came up with that. It's based off a, an appetizer I, I came up with when I was a sous chef, and um, we had some stock of a couple ingredients that were from that appetizer. And I said, "Hey, I bet we could put these ingredients on a pizza, and they'd be pretty good too." Mm-hmm. And it's been on the menu. It's the best-selling pizza here in in uh, Saugatuck, and yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, in Grand Rapids, but I know it's right up there. What, also. What's on it? What's it's goat cheese? I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah. yeah. So it's got uh, the normal build with the uh, marinara or tomato basil sauce, um, pizza sauce, uh-huh. and then mozzarella, light mozzarella, and then it's got a nice heavy dose of goat cheese, uh-huh. a house made sausage. Uh-huh. Pepidou peppers, which mm-hmm. have a nice little sweetness yes. and almost like Very a good. light yeah, they are vinegar good. spiciness. Yeah. Um, and then after it comes out of the oven, we sprinkle a little bit of chiffonade, fresh fresh basil on top, just to brighten it up. Oh, I'm getting hungry. It's so yeah. good, Gregory. You have yeah. to try it. I've never had that one. I usually get, I go for the basics, you know, pepperoni, yep. pepperoni and sausage. You do, you do seem like a basic. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. Um, Hardly. <laughs> what makes Minton Pizza so unique to the area? So, um... We uh, have a very I, unique. I mean, everybody goat. does pizza. Why? Yeah. Why yours? So there's two things that really make pizza stand out from each other. Um, it's the dough and it's the sauce. Most of the time, people are getting. Um, you know, you can get higher fat content cheese. You can get different types of pepperoni. When it comes to green pepper, you're pretty much getting the same green pepper. Uh-huh. Most pizza comes with the same toppings. Right. So what we have, uh, we have a special uh, blend sauce that's got a little bit of a zip to it. Mm-hmm. And then for the crust, we um, use a special kind of dough where we actually let the yeast ferment in the fridge for at least 48 hours. Okay. So it gives, if you like, would think about um, like sourdough, it has a little bit of that funkiness to it. Uh-huh. Um, other kinds of breads have a little bit of that funkiness. Right. That's a very um, similar process to what we're doing with our dough, uh-huh. where it gives the dough a little bit of funkiness and uh, it good comes funkiness. out. Yes, good, good funkiness. funky. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like sourdough funkiness. Right, it's right. Um, and uh, so where the toppings go, it gets almost paper thin. Uh-huh. But then the outer crust gets all bubbly and fluffy and right. chewy. So it's kind of like a yin and a yang type thing with right. uh, our pizza. And it gets these little tiny charry bits on the bubbles. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. oh, those are those are my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, and and you're, you're making me so hungry. Other than pizza, what is there any other foods that you guys do besides uh, pizza? We have a salad. Have we a have salad? a couple appetizers uh-huh. that are based on pizza. Like there's a pickle play, uh, uh-huh. which is almost like a cheese bread with a fried pickle. 
oh. type on top. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's got uh, pickle shreddies, and then we put a bunch of breadcrumbs on it. Um, so it's got a little bit of that crunch and that little bit of the vinegariness of the pickles. Um, it sounds weird, but it's really good. Sounds uh-huh. great. Um, yeah. Yeah, we also it, love the big show, that yes. big pretzel. Yep, that one's the showstopper. Mm-hmm. When we, uh, I've never had that. We, oh, yeah, Br- bring some friends in. It's uh-huh. gigantic. It. Oh, wow. Yeah, don't, don't get it by yourself. It's, <laughs> it's huge. Um, I have to find some friends. I don't know. That would be hard. <laughs> I think you have some in this room. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, hey. You just want some of my pretzel. Back off, Ashley. Um, <laughs> um, uh, we talked about the Mug Club. or What was it? Now, what's that? I was reading about that online, too. What is the Mug Club? Or? Yeah, so a lot of breweries, they have some sort of a Mug Club or some sort of a, like a members club. Um, essentially, what that is, is most of the time, um, ours follows kind of the... Uh, the the mold of what most breweries do for their mug club a you get a mug with a handle mm-hmm. that's a little bit larger than our standard pour so you're okay. getting a little bit more beer uh-huh. and uh, every day that we're open it's a dollar off oh so say it's a six dollar beer that you're getting well you're getting a twenty ounce mug instead of a pint right and you're getting that twenty ounce for five dollars instead um, uh-huh. and then every Thursday. Uh, if you're a mug clubber and you haven't been in for a minute, mug club is Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Um, it is half off of the normal price. Oh wow! So yes. it, yeah, five. Oh, you know. I well, I am not a mug clubber, but some of my friends' husbands are mug clubbers, and they go, I think, every Thursday. Mug clubbers. Yeah. Right. Tell them to say hi to me next yeah. time they come. I will. Um, um. Yeah, and then there's food discounts on mug club day, oh, wow. and there's uh, like you can get a growler fill for a little bit. Um, Less how do I standard. how do I join the mug club? Uh, I believe that we're sold out currently. Oh, uh, but if you are interested, just stop on in. I mm-hmm. need to double check that, but I do believe that we are sold out for the season. Okay, uh, but we rotate that over in the winter. Oh, I see. Um, so you've so, got to get in quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. we rotate it over in the winter because we really uh, try to um, cater to the locals that are going to be using these mugs. Mm-hmm. It's you know. It's painful to see a mug that never gets pulled off, but you know, once a year when right. you know someone's up from Austin, Texas, when they <laughs> were on vacation and drunkenly said, "I want a mug," and yeah. they just never used it. It's like, man, I'd rather have someone using it. Yeah. Right, 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 right. You should have like a law or something. You know, if you don't use it, you lose it. You know, <laughs> I like type that. of thing. You know, yeah. and and then it bumps somebody else new into the yep. into the into the club. Um, any new beers coming out? The, the kind of beers that you sell. You, we talked about IPAs. You have like the thick kind of rich beers, the dark beers too. Yeah. Um. So stouts, porters. Stouts, uh, right porters. now, we actually have two stouts on tap. Um. We have a uh, dry Irish stout uh-huh. on nitro. Oh. Um. That's a lot like Guinness. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then we have a coffee stout just mm. on your standard Ooh. tap. Yeah. We talked uh, about coffee meat rubs, and now we're talking meat about rubs, coffee, coffee beer. beer and, I'm drinking yeah. coffee. I, I, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And um, uh, in any new any new brews coming up? Oh, Are you guys yeah, working yeah, on anything sorry. new? Oh, no, you're fine. Um, yeah, we actually uh, – I'm very proud to announce we uh, just uh, brewed a very special beer that is going to be exclusively for the Saga Tuck location. Um, it is going to be a hazy IPA. <gasps> Okay. Um, Speaking my language. Now, what does, yeah. what does hazy IPA mean? 
So hazy like, IPA. I hear IPAs and they're popular. But I, I really don't know what an IPA is. So IPA, uh, originally, it uh, came from the uh, spice traders that would go in between um, Western Europe and India. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their beer would spoil on the way. Uh-huh. And they ended up finding out that hops are actually a preservative. So okay. the more hops that they would add to their beer, it would stay for the entire journey. Oh. And then they could brew more in India and have it for the way home. Right. Um, so India Pale Ale uh-huh. is what it, its IPA stands for. And India Pale Ale. So it's a pale trade. ale. Wow. Spice trade? Yeah. Coffee? What? Wow. I know. Wow. Where circles were wow. We're just Holy doing cow. circles this morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then and then your new brews coming up. Um, yeah. The, the, this one for Zagatuck, it's a, it's an IPA. Yep. And um, when, when, when can we expect that? You know, we're still uh, – it's not kegged off yet. Uh-huh. Um, hopefully, it will be uh, for the kickoff of the uh, season, um, July. You know, that's what, you know, if you're a local, you know, Memorial Day isn't the real season. <laughs> wink, wink. Right. Well, usually July 1st. Yeah. Is, it's is another when, level yeah, really in July. Yeah, exactly. yeah, right. I know. Um, so, we're, we're hoping to get it on tap by then. Um, and we're trying to think of a great name uh, for Saga Tuck. I, uh, I came up with the name Soggy Summer Haze. Oh, kind of like uh, Soggy Tuck Summer Days. I'll mm-hmm. play off that, uh-huh. and uh, also Soggy Summer Haze. You know, look at it outside. You walk outside <laughs> right now, and you kind of Soggy get a, Summer Haze. Soggy, yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all over with that fog. So, um, uh, so if anybody has any name ideas, you know, go over to Mitten yeah, Brewery. Yeah, sure. Have a beer. Anything. If you and make if you love Soggy Tuck, you love beer. Come on in. We'll, maybe we'll use your name. Uh, maybe I'll maybe. start brainstorming. Yeah, there you Thank go. You, Ashley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you can say, "Hey, that's my beer." I named that beer. I named that's my beer. <laughs> um, you guys are open every day, or you know, because I know a lot of these restaurants, it's hard to get help. How's how's that going for you? Yeah, yeah. You guys lucky you to know, have a nice crew there, and yeah, uh, we got an, a lot of new people this summer, um, but we're training them up. Uh-huh. Um, we're actually doing something really cool. We're, we're trying a new method this year. Uh, just in case there are any staffing issues, we're trying to ensure that we can run at a minimum staff and mm-hmm. still execute great service. Right. So we, we've been trying to like redesign service. Right. Um, and uh, we're also cross-training. Everyone is going to be working in the kitchen and out front. Okay. Um, Smart. Yeah. So, we, yeah, exactly. Those, those you know, the... The two years that we shall not name really, you know, open people's eyes to, you know, you're not just a server. You're not just a dishwasher. Let's get everyone knowing what's up. So Right, And right. I'm sure that helps with restaurants always have that divide between the front of the house and the back of the house. Yeah, so which I hate. staff knows mm-hmm. how to do both, yeah. they, they know the troubles that each has. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're um, just trying to ensure that we can give that great service. Are you guys hiring? Uh, are we you? are hiring for the back of the house. Okay. We're all set in the front of the house. Uh-huh. Um, but back of the I house? I say front front of the house. You know, that's uh, servers, bartenders, right. back of the house, cooks, dish, dishwashers. Right. Um, but like I said, we're, you know, set in the front of the house. But even, you know, front of the house, they're still going to be working some back of the house shifts. Oh, okay. So, okay. So yeah. and, and if you're interested in getting a job at the Mitten Brewing Company, you can email your queries to... Jamie Herrick at J- no no is that wrong where nope. where can I nope. email him to? Um, go ahead and email him to Drew at mittenbrewing.com. dot com dot com 
uh, Drew at MittenBrewery.com. Yep. You'll have to tell them to update your website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been going through all those things. I, I actually started uh, at this location about two weeks ago, and I've been trying to get all my lists together right. of, you know, we got to update this. To-do's. Do this, do that. Oh, gotta, believe yeah. me, I know so, what that's like. Tis the season for a long to-do list. Yeah, yep. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, and then also, uh, your website, want to tell everybody real simple, mittenbrewing.com. Um, you can find out where their, uh, Grand Rapids tap room, Northport. You also have one in Northport mm-hmm. as well. And, yeah, then- and we also did just open a, uh, pizza only location in Rockford. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. Yeah, very nice. So four locations. It's kind of funny. Grand Rapids does everything. It does a lot of everything. Mm-hmm. Northport is a tap room only. Okay. Uh, Tuck is almost like a GR light where we have a smaller tap system. We uh-huh. have a smaller kitchen with a more limited menu. Right. Um, but we do pretty much the same stuff here. And then Rockford, they're, uh, you know, nor- like Northport's beer only, Rockford's pizza only. Interesting. Interesting. So, interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you're making me hungry. I'm going to have to go get some of that goat, goat pizza. Mm-hmm. We open at noon today. Mm-hmm. Open at noon. And your, op- your hours of operation are? Uh, so today, noon to nine, um, and then we are slowly expanding uh, to seven days a week, lunch and dinner. Uh, tomorrow and Tuesday, we are open in the afternoon, four to nine, uh-huh. and then the rest of the week, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 12 to nine, Saturday, 12 to 10, and then we ro- rotate back to that 12 to nine for Sunday. Nice. Father's Day is coming up, a great thing to think about, Dad. You can also get gift cards. Dad's like beer. Yep. Dad's like pizza. It's a great idea. six packs to go. Oh, yep. <laughs> so come on in, get your six pack to go. Drew Van Hardisvelt. Yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was good. I like that. Good job. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. It's been a pleasure learning about Minton Brewery. I've learned awesome. a lot more than I used to know. <laughs> I just thought it was good pizza, but yeah. it's a lot more than that. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate this. And Ashley, thanks yeah. for uh, nice being you. the co-host today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you ever uh, need another co-host, let me know. I'd love to come on and hassle some guys. Uh-oh. 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 The way Ashley's been We might be signing me. you up. <laughs> so. You could become a, a regular Drew. You know, you might kick Julie. Julie out of her spot. Yeah. Julie from the stars. That time. would make me very sad. She thinks she owns that chair. Julie, so, yeah. I'm not trying to step on your toes, I promise. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> we'll right, be right yeah, back. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday with my lovely co-host. This is Gregory Muncie with my wonderful Ashley Siebelink here on Saga Tech on Sunday. High above land sharks. Oh, look at There's the crew. Saga Tech DPW out there keeping the streets clean. We'll be right back after these messages with Scott Sullivan from Commercial Record. You want to talk about somebody who knows what's going on. We've got him on the show. Stay tuned. A delightful getaway is closer than you'd expect. Charming Sagatug Rentals has three great locations of various sizes that's within walking distance to coffee shops for the morning and the bars in the evening. Sagatug Apartment is perfect for couples and girlfriend getaways with a year-round hot tub. The Craftsman sleeps six or go big with the Douglas Historic House that sleeps eight. All rentals have on-site parking. Find Charming Sagatug Rentals on Facebook for details. And if you say Gregory sent you, we'll make sure we add in a special gift.
Mill Pond Realty is in need of homes for sale in Southwest Michigan. Laura Durham from Mill Pond Realty should be the first name you think of when a need to sell arises. Mill Pond Realty is a local, family-owned business. Laura Durham has been serving the community for 40 years. Call 269-857-1477 or online at millpondrealty.com. You can relax knowing that Mill Pond Realty can make the entire process seamless and smooth from listing through after the closing. Call 269-857-1477 or visit online at millpondrealty.com. Are you looking for fresh flowers? Back to the Fuchsia offers fresh, unique floral arrangements, green and blooming plants, locally crafted, fresh coast candles, and more from Back to the Fuchsia. Check out their website for ideas and delivery options. That's at backtothefuchsia.net. That's F-U-C-H-S-I-A. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Back to the Fuchsia, located in the old hardware building across from the post office in Saugatuck. Need a lift? This is Phyllis Eife from The Inner Urban. We are a public bus system offering door-to-door service in Saugatuck, Douglas, and Saugatuck Township seven days a week until 7 p.m. Try our prescription delivery service or ride to Holland and back every Tuesday. Our buses are wheelchair accessible, have bike racks, and are pet friendly. We're the go-to to get to where you want to go to. Call 269-857-1418 and ride with The Inner Urban today. You can play in our same. Work on your team. Welcome back. Welcome back to our beach town. This is Saga Tuck on Sunday. Of course, we're listening to Don Middlebrook. I'm going to remind you again, he'll be live between 3 and 6 p.m. at the old boathouse today. Don Middlebrook, he's like a woodwork around here. And uh, in, in fact, um, I remember when I had the story, so I would listen to him all the time and um, and uh, really enjoy his music. And we'll enjoy him at Music in the Park as well. And uh, hopefully um, we'll see a lots of uh, Music in the Park advertised in our local commercial record because, you know, uh, you know it's, it's a great... Great advertising. You know, people love the newspaper. They Absolutely. don't want to give it up. There's a lot of people that love the newspaper. My neighbors over here, they're always harping on me about what's on, what's new, what's going on. And there's one way to find out. That's right. People still read newspapers. Mm-hmm. And But let's get that disco ball down. And let's get the head of our newspaper here in town called The Commercial Record. We've got him back on. He's been on the show before. Well, Scott you- Sullivan. You had to, you know, you had to call the real head, the publisher, the guy with the money, to find my cell number, right? <laughs> That's right. So, so you know, I, I can't sell. I did, right. Well, you know, not, nothing, nothing sells if I do it. They have to kick me out, and then we can make some ad money. Scott Sullivan, you, this is your 16th or 17th year as editor of the Commercial Record? Oh, long, long eventful history, but I started here in May of 2006. Back when you were and, thir- wow. yeah, and, and, and I love it. I mean. You know, as a kid, as a young man, I'd come here on summer vacations, as as so many people do. And, um, you know, I had a chance. You know, I wrote for newspapers around West Michigan because I like being near the lake. Right. I like writing and I like taking pictures. And there's all kinds of fantastic stories all over the lakeshore, all kinds of incredible images 
that just jump into your camera and beat you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you can't help but take them. Mm-hmm. You must have quite a library, Scott. You know, yeah, his pictures are great. They're amazing. You always pick great ones to have on the cover mm-hmm. and um, of, of our locals. That's and, kind of you. And I, I saw you the other day. You were on your way to a photo shoot when I, when I grabbed you in the street and said, uh, hey, you yes, want to be there? Yes, yes. The new SEA installation, I got some girl to jump oh. up by the new boats and so on, and I got Cynthia McKean's family of man on mm-hmm. the right that had oh, the bright cool. red colors that echo the SEA arches. Yeah. And the sticks, the boats, the blue sticks that are sort of exploding. So I tried to get neat? like an asterisk sort of in the left hand, yeah. and then I had to talk her into being, being animated, <laughs> and luckily she wasn't a natural model type. She's dressed <laughs> all in black. And, you know, not those lean linear things, which makes it an even better picture. So she agreed to do jumping jacks. Oh. So what we had to do is set it up for the light and then try to compose a rectangle and shoot that. So after that, I had to take a picture of some people at the women's club. So that's why it was downtown. Oh, okay. Now, uh, will we see any of these pictures in next week's uh, commercial record? Oh, we'll have to look. Yeah, I got a couple more yesterday that interest me, too. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. On the commercial record, where can I uh, get a copy of that? Well, we had a problem this week. I don't know if we had a short print, or I don't know what the problem was. Uh But, you know... They, they they are in boxes in downtown Saugatuck. They are free. Right. We, you do get drop them, the we drop booth. them at stores, at mm-hmm. the information booth. They right. ran out at the information booth. Mm-hmm. They ran out at the library. And this is Thursday, the day it comes out. Ooh. So yep. I you know, I have to you know, I have to talk to my boss or the people who do that. I don't try to micromanage that stuff right. because because I'm too much of a control freak. I don't <laughs> want to do that. I want to concentrate on writing and pictures as much as I can, even right. after all these years. Right. I mean, those are my loves. Those are my loves. Right, right. Normally, you can get them everywhere in town. Though. Yeah. I see stacks of them everywhere. Yeah, and um, and they're actually your, you know, it's it's your it's the only newspaper in town, mm-hmm. and it, it's all local. You've got all your local stuff in there. You keep you guys keep up on events and everything going on in town. We try. I, we try. We, we try. give them away at Mill Pond Realty. Mm-hmm. They go with every renter. They yeah. go in their packet. We give them a nice tote bag mm-hmm. and frisbee or beach ball, and then we also include a copy of the commercial record as well. Yeah. Well, good. You know, I'm flattered, and you know, at the same time, it's humbling because we don't know everything that's going on in town. No one can know everything. Oh, that, you're right about that. Of course. I mean, there's there's way too well, much going. People think this is a small town. No. Everything is happening always. You're right. What I have to do is focus in, and I am at the mercy of people who let me know. I have regular sources. I, you know, certain events, music in the park. I know that's coming up, mm-hmm. so I can, you know, I could get that. I can go online and find that. Right. You know, there are government meetings. They have them, and some of them are like watching paint dry. I know, <laughs> but they do well. They convey information, right? Yeah. There, there's a lot of information, and you know, for my end of it, I will read the agendas and the information packets, right. which they usually have out a couple of days before the meetings, mm-hmm. and so this preps me, so I kind of can anticipate what's going on. Right. Right. So you know, you know, if you're a hungry or an aggressive data miner or, or whatever, and this, uh-huh. is, this is what my job is to be yeah. as much as I can, right. you know, you can pretend you know everything when, in fact, you just know a very small scrim on the surface. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets in the paper 
Sure, sure, of course, and and uh, but I mean, it's it's a lot, and it's it, you guys. It is do a lot. Do, it is a lot. You guys it's... do a great job there. Um, uh, you also, I want to bring up that you are a very active member in the Douglas Rotary Club as well. Saugatuck Douglas. This this is a bone of contention. I'm a charter member. I'm a former board member. Uh-huh. The <sighs> Rotary Club of Saugatuck Douglas officially, <laughs> okay. but I refuse to call it that in the paper because <laughs> I don't think the of is necessary. Right. And in journalism, you get rid of things. Right. You know, it's not a chairman of the board. It's the board chairman. Mm-hmm. This is newspaper. Similarly, I think it should be the Saugatuck Douglas Rotary Club. Got right. It. Right. I mean, things like the Saugatuck Douglas Area Convention and <laughs> Oh, I know. Bureau. Yeah. Seven, right. seven words. Right. I mean, I love Lisa. I love what right. they do. Right. I'm all for it. We're yep. running their stories. I love working with them. <laughs> but their name is mouthful. too long. It's I a know. mouthful. That's when, a, yeah. when I worked there, we switched to, thank you for calling the Saugatuck Douglas Welcome Center. Oh, see, that's, that's easier. And, you know, and, well, of that's course, Saugatuck yeah. Douglas Area Business Association. Uh. You know, how many times do I have to say that, and we're, whether in commercial or answering the phone and so i used to just answer the phone thank you for calling the business association yes yes you know just oh, and then the, and then there's the fun <coughs> the merging of the three towns the soglisville yes soglisville yes. is that what the latest one <laughs> yeah, was yeah, okay. uh, yeah and um uh and uh but uh you've been a part of that and you are a big um uh, uh organizer and you you help every year with the annual mount baldhead challenge trail runs well i do those. i know you're big, i see you tenth. this will be the 22nd year and that you know i'm a veteran runner and i got into this because i couldn't run anymore i'm a fat old man now and i limp around <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but that. at any rate so running a race from the operational thing was an opportunity. And one of the things, actually, that drew me to Sogduck to be an editor was I ran the 2002 Mount Baldhead Challenge mm-hmm. way back in its early days. Yeah. And it was... When you were in it your, was it was cool. Yeah. Well, when I was fast. Well, you when you were in your twenties back in two thousand. When I was forty five, I just turned new age group, and then I could win my age group. Oh right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, kiss, kiss those years goodbye. Yeah right. <laughs> no, I I loved it, and you know I came here, and then we started this Rotary Club like twelve or thirteen years ago, uh-huh. and we were looking for some signature events instead of just sit around at meetings and rattle can and say everyone throw in happy bucks and pat each other in the back right handing out giant checks written with the you know replaceable ink <laughs> right let's let's do some events right so we knew that the mount baldhead challenge was sort of breathing fumes mm-hmm. the organizers were burnt out and that happens sure this happens with race i mean god bless I, you know we'll segue into the uh blah, 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 town crier town crier which yeah. is coming up soon because yeah. i'll be announcing that one too right right um but at any rate we knew that they were kind of breathing fumes and so rotary sort of says you know i kind of talked to some people to step up but i didn't want to be the race director so right i sort of tried to stay behind and we had race directors mm-hmm and, you know, and then I was the resource person because I'd run all these races and I'd edited Michigan Runner magazine for 15 years. And I had all these connections in the running world. Yeah. So, anyway, we picked that up in 2012. And, th- you know, that's been a, a 
a real project. And maybe the most gratifying is seeing it grow the last few years because we have brought on some new board members who have far greater marketing skills mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Right. You know, wonderful presentation skills. You know, I'm an idea guy. I'm sure. an, an energy guy. Right. But these guys know how to present it and they know how to sell it. Right. And that's invaluable. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So at any rate, you yeah. know, and then, you know, Town Crier, then I would get talking with Sue Pullman and I'd cover that race too. Right. And, 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 uh, uh getting back real quick, um, the, um, uh, the, the Mount Baldhead Challenge, what exactly is it? That's races. And what are they? Well, you've got uh, a 10K. Is well, there? the Mount Baldhead Challenge has morphed. Every year it changes. And oh, this okay. is part of the art thing. And this is part of the distinctions we do. We uh-huh. try to get, you know, unusual medals. We try to do something weird with the shirts. You know, we mix up the route a little bit every year because we have such wonderful trails mm-hmm. and alternatives. But for many years, it was a 15K. That's the one that would climb the steps. Right. Go you know, down some the lake years shore. it started in Saugatuck. Then after they closed the steps, a group of volunteers moved it. They had Huntington Bank sponsorship. Then. Uh-huh. Huntington had a banking crisis around 2008. Okay. Um, they begged out. They rebuilt the steps in 2009 or something. Yeah, the around there. Steps. Yeah. They didn't have a race. A group took it over. They had Douglas ties. They wanted to move it to start and end at Beery Field. Wow. Which is fine. Yeah. So then it's just devising a 15K and 5K route. Okay. Which were traditional. 15K for non-runners is 9.3 miles. You know, a pretty significant hike, especially yeah. if you're adding steps to it. Yeah. Uh, 5K is, uh-huh. is more accessible. It's 3.1 miles. It's right. not easy. But at any rate, we kept it doing that, and we got some new people. But at any rate, Rotary took it over, and we kept uh-huh. it as 15K and 5K. Okay. I had a couple race co-directors. This is way too long about a different race. Yeah. <laughs> but at any rate, you know, you know, as we, we've gotten older, and I'm, you know, I'm trying a little bit to hand it over, but I don't know if I can because I love it too Yeah, much. yeah, I know what that's like. It's a like real go. hard yeah. thing. You say, yes, yes, come on. I'm, yeah. I'm burnt out. Right. Take, take my place, and then you can't let go of it. Right. I know. You're doing that wrong. Wait a minute. <laughs> Um, coming up, let's get into that segue that we've been wanting to get into because that's coming up Next this week. Saturday. Yeah. Segway. Saturday, um, uh, June 18th, um, and it actually runs through July 3rd because I know there's oh, yeah. part of it is, a, I think, a virtual thing. Yeah, there's a virtual um, option. But we've got, there's a half marathon, a 10K run and walk, a 5K run and walk, and a 5K walk, and the kids' fun run. And uh, that all happens for the Town Crier Races. 20th Annual. It's um, Saturday, June 18th. So Uh it's coming up. Uh Uh It is a fundraiser for Saugatuck High School track and cross-country teams. Uh And in 20 years, this will be the 20th Annual. They have raised more than $70,000 for these kids. And some of us who are paying attention will note that, once again, the track team finished second in the state by one point. Yeah. Oh, wow. This was just a weekend ago. Oh, good for them. Yes. Well, they have a kid named Benny Diaz, who's a fan. <laughs> yes, we've talked player. about but, him. What's this, Benny and the Jets? Or what, what do they ben, call Benny oh. the Jet. Benny the Jet. The Jet, yeah. Yeah. Ha- yeah. Benny has acceleration. See, I'm a running geek. Uh, right. He's tall. He's kind of tall, but once he opens up his his stride, you know, he's not like Usain Bolt. Remember that the the, the Olympian, many times champion, world record holder in the hundred and two hundred meters. Mm-hmm. Bolt was six five, and he was a freak. Benny is not <laughs> six five. 
And, you know, he's not quite a freak, but I could never run like that. Yeah. And even better, he's really worked at it. Yeah. Yes. Right. He's trained hard, and he's learned the technique of hurdling, which is not an easy thing to master. Uh Uh Uh-huh. And he's the best. Yeah. Very impressive. Now, there's also, I was reading on your website, there's a, uh, for the Town Crier, on the Town Crier website, there's a virtual option. Yes. How how does that work? (coughs) Well, (coughs) circa COVID, races... We have overhead, okay? Year sure. in and year out. And, you know, 2020, everything washed. Right. Mount Bald had everything. Yeah. And, you know, 2021, people were still dicey about COVID and the safety because, you know, Frank, okay, you have healthy runners, they're outdoors. They're not likely to be susceptible to the disease. But in particular, at the start and fi- start of races and then the gathering at the finish, they're close to each other. They're breathing hard. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Think, yeah, think transmitting germs. Right, sure. So that's why a lot of races shut down. This year, pretty much all of them are back. Yep. Um, we dumped, Baldhead has dumped its virtual option. You know, the, the, the town crier has kept it. And uh-huh. what it is, is any time within this window, pay an entry, we'll send you a race t-shirt, we'll send you a, me- uh, you know, a finisher's medal, uh-huh. you know. Run the course on your own time, take selfies or Facebook, uh-huh. send it to us, and we'll send you the swag in return for your registration fee, even though you didn't run a race. Right. Well, so I can. I can. Well, you, you ran it virtually. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I could, you know, make myself look sweaty and, you know, take some pictures and, and act like well, I you ran. Are, you are, you're getting better and better as an actor. You are. I, heard, that, I heard that spot for the, um, you know, the van is looking for someone to work free. Uh, yeah. Well, in, you in know. the back room. You know, I. I, I thought your delivery was really. I, I thought it was good. I mean, you're you're getting good at this. Wow, Why? Thank you. Wow. <laughs> um, and then also, you know, you've got to talk about my role as the um, in the annual Christmas play with Steve Williford. You yeah. know, so yeah, I'm getting pretty. You know. Okay, I'm so what is your role? I've seen you be Bob Cratchit. Who um, are you? Were you year, Tiny Tim last year? No, like la- I was. I was. Bob, you've outgrown Tiny Tim. I was Tim. Bob Cratchit for four years in a row, and then last year I was um, uh, the, uh, the nephew. Uh, Fred, yep. I was I was Fred the nephew. Fred I brought Scrooge. my son to that, come that comes see you. In. Yeah, it was my first time seeing it. it was, was it? Was it was great? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and I enjoyed that. It well, is you need a to be one of the ghosts. I know. Ooh. See, that's what I tried I mean, out that for would last be year. Cool. I know. I, wa- I always wanted to be a ghost. I know. And I tried out for that, and Steve didn't give it to me. He gave it to that Danny Mayer. Maybe next he got year. It. He got the part. Well, I fought him for it. Well. <sighs> Do you remember what Tanya Harding did to Nancy Kerrigan? <laughs> she had her boyfriend cut her knees off. Oh, that's right. So this yeah. is what you need to do to this guy uh-huh. so you could get your ghost role. I hope Danny's listening. Well, you can audition as the ghost of Hamlet's father. There you go. <laughs> you know, a little Shakespearean thing. You know, Steve will be impressed. Right, 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 right. Um, uh, uh, the Fourth of July parade. You guys, the Rotary Club puts that on every year. Uh, not this year. Not this year. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a story. Oh, no. How Is that come? coming? I think it's coming. Yeah. Okay, what's happened? Because remember this, last year, you guys canceled it. This is it, a very we had, we had, um, interesting story. It is, it is, but let me, story. real quick. There's let, all kinds quick, of lines under. Real quick, this. last year, um, uh, it was canceled, and so um, we, I, somebody was, reached They had out, a parade last year. We yeah. ended up having it. Sadaba sponsored it. Um, we used our insurance policy. And Linda Kinnaman, and Linda Kinnaman did a great job putting Rotary it Rotary took over. Uh-huh. Around 2013 or whatever, and we then did. she came back last year to uh, facilitate it. Last year for Sonoma. it was great. 
Yeah, we still had it. So we'll have to see if Linda's interested so, yeah. this year. Well, maybe not. Um, Garnett Lewis. Oh yeah, let's mayor, get her. Who is also a Rotarian? Yeah. She should. She should. Uh, uh, she is going it. to do an ad hoc. She's going to try to put together a parade. Oh, it oh. will not be on the long route because the challenge Rotary has and some other is that the uh, a public safety committee, fire department, police chief uh-huh. is concerned about traffic safety. There sure. was a fatality at a Kenosha, Wisconsin Christmas parade last November where an SUV plowed in. To the crowd and oh, killed six no. people. Yeah, we talked about that last year when it happened, before the Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so these people met and they want increased, you know, blockage of intersections. Uh huh. Well, now, for, they, you know, in Douglas, their parades are two blocks down Center right. Street. In Saugatuck, <coughs> they had the pet parade. Mm-hmm. And even with the pet parade, which turned out to be snowed out yeah, on March 12th. <laughs> so Garnet was on that. Our, our mayor was at that parade. I took pictures. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she, she had somebody else's dog, though. It wasn't her dog. She had some. Ah, okay. This needs. This merits. <laughs> well, her tradition. dog had just passed away, so okay. she had. Uh, she had. Uh, so so at any rate, you know, they the the city said, well, this this is sort of a new edict from the public safety people, and they says, look, we you know we don't have the time to organize security. Fire district, help us out as much as you can. Block mm-hmm. what you can, and we'll run the parade on this short route. Right. Everyone was freezing, so they weren't eager to run along. <laughs> well, Fourth right. of July is different. Right. I mean, that is a huge honk and long parade. Right. And, yes. you know, a third of it are fire engines at the end. Right. Of all things. Yeah. Um, so, now, you know, we, we would start at the high school. Right. Traditionally, for many, many years, uh-huh. we, we picked up the parade route Rotary did from what Linda had done before. And yeah. so, I, and, you know, we'd run that all the way down through Butler Street and go back to downtown. Right. And there were so many entries that even with that extended route, uh-huh. um, you know, it's just like the the, the, the the tail was swallowing up the front, or the front was swallowing up the tail. Right. People were, you know, coming in and completing the route while the last people were taking off. <laughs> now, for on the 4th of July weekend, mm-hmm. you know, mind you, one of the busiest weekends in the town. Sure. You know, how are you going to secure a route of that size according to the new security protocols? Uh-huh. There are too many intersections. So the thought was that, well, you know, the city, everyone's still trying to figure this now, out. But the, you, say, you say protocols. These aren't city protocols. These are suggested protocols by the public fire department and public safety people, people that are suggesting in, 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 right. and, and, and seeking special event permits, you right. also need sign-offs right. from the public works department, police, right. fire. Right. We saw now, that with the, the memorial. Fire did not sign yeah. off on the pet parade this year. Right. But they did it anyway. Right. Right, but that was a short route. And it was a cold day. Same and with it's the- not like the traffic was exactly snared up on a on a, on a, a blizzard like March twelfth. Same with the Memorial Day parade. Um, uh, the, they did was- not sign off on that either. Yeah, they then we all were like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And there were locals that you know made a little bit of beef about it and ended up having the parade after all. Now, what they did with the fire department, and I thought this was smart. They did block off all those areas, but they parked the the the, um, the trucks this way, smart. so it, it created a barrier. Right, and they and I thought they did a great job. Service, I mean, they have put stepped up and they put their money and their equipment and their volunteers. Uh-huh. 
behind their mouths. Right. You know, they will help you with parades. They will be your biggest supporters. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's valuable. Uh-huh. I mean, it's imperative. It's, it's a wonderful partnership. Mm-hmm. But what they were suggesting to Rotary for the 4th of July is to start in Wicks Park. Like you well, said, you're, that's well, you're going to line up, you're going to muster right. people that's on a downtown Fourth right. of July weekend. You're going to close off streets. Yeah. You know, during that time, mm-hmm. you're going to have a parade that'll probably do three like, laps and loop each other. Right. As long yeah. Like, like the, it usually the, is. the kids' parade. The, it's not going to work with not, that configuration. But, but July Fourth, like you said, it's too big. It's too big. It's, yeah. it's not like the kids' parade that they do at Halloween. Yeah. It's not like the pet parade where you're just you know got a small amount. Which you're, are great events. Yeah. They're they're exuberant. They're fun. This yeah. has you know been more of a blown out thing. Yeah. And it's right. Rotary decided well. We don't have the resources to block off all those intersections sure. because the idea was to accommodate that. We would extend not only the, the route that starts and ends at Water Street and comes down Butler and turns Lucy Street back, but we'd extend it out towards Holland Avenue. Got uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, we did not have the people, right. you know, the, the, the unpaid volunteers to volunteer their vehicles on the 4th of July to do that, not in such short notice right. because, you know, the, the suggested revised route, you know, came kind of late for the club. Mm-hmm. You know, the club is sort of lumbers along, along in some ways. Well, We're they do a great job. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have an international foundation. Right. We have grant requirements. Right. We have 501c3 stuff right. to accommodate. So, you know, the, the, the and I'm not on the board any longer. Oh, okay. Uh, fireworks? <laughs> Fireworks are going to happen. Oh, yes. The Yay. fireworks. Have, have, remember they, Mike, Johnson Mike Johnson last year? Or the he, business people aren't going to have. Well, we're going to. Of course, Rotary's going to hit them up. Of course. Get sponsorship. Yeah. Because, you know, they have a stake in the game. They make more money. If yeah, of course. People Absolutely. Downtown. Yeah. Yeah. People they in do. town. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, they're, they're, they're a natural contributor and a beneficiary. It's a little bit like a user fee, mm-hmm. but it's also a great public spirited thing. Anyway, Rotary is going to resume those. Awesome. Well, we're happy to hear that. Um, we're very I excited to hear that. I am too. And, uh, and, and bring it back. Um, uh, any, any, uh, we got, you know, we're getting close. It's almost nine o'clock. Have I filled up I know, all that time? You have. Um, what's, what's, what's the new story? What's, what are we going to look for in the next paper? Well, the Anything new story, good? to some extent, is this thing about parade. You know, I'm, okay. I have a tentative lead, Saga Talk, Politics on Parade. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Politics on Parade. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know where it's going. Uh-huh. And, you know, there are different points of view. Garnett stepped up to do it, but, you know, she did have <coughs> – Garnett is Garnett. She's, she's going to, you know, she's, she's going to assume it, and let's, let's see how it goes. And, you know, hey, I'll volunteer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, yeah. uh, you know, our Rotarians. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to volunteer. We love the four – we put the thing on for days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, course. I mean, so. it's not like we're going to crap out of the 4th of July right. and run American. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, that's how I admit music in the park. Just because I'm not putting it on doesn't mean I'm not going to be enjoying it. No, yeah. it's, it's so. fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those celebrations or rites that, it, you know, it's just better to be here if you're in on that energy, whether you are a sponsor or a participant or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So we got some inside information. I like the sneak peek. Uh, the sneak peek <laughs> of uh, the commercial record. You can find it on Thursdays um, in the information booth mm-hmm. at all of our local shops here. Of course, don't forget the Town Crier Race are still time to sign up um just go to their website at uh run sign up 
Com and uh, and their uh, town crier races, or you could just Google town crier races. Sometimes that's the easiest. It's confusing. Yeah. Run sign it up is. is sort of an omnibus that yeah. Mount Baldhead and a lot of races go through, mm-hmm. and they list the stuff because that's what they do professionally. Right. right. But it's it's a little bit. If you go to run sign up, you have to you're going to find everything. Just go town crier. Just go town crier. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Scott thanks, Sullivan. Scott. A big round of applause for Scott. And uh, and uh, thank you for everything, everything that you do for our community. You really do. Keep us uh, informed. You keep us informed. Thank you. You don't know it all, but you know a lot. Well, I know about the Douglas Park project. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we That's that. what matters. Yeah. I wanted to talk about the Harbor Duck, but we ran out of time. I was like, where's the duck? Where's the Harbor Duck? Yeah. It's a mystery. I'm going to try to get Brent on. I mean, we'll find out. Brent has been yeah. lonely. Oh, I know. Hey, thanks for I listening, everybody. I do, too. I miss him a lot. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Gregory. This was fun. It was a lot of fun having you on. I might have you on again sometime later in Whoa. the year. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And uh, thank you for listening. This is Saga Tech on Sunday. Thank you to our sponsors, Charming Saga Tech Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority, your go-to to get to where you want to go to. Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, where I'll be tomorrow making beautiful flowers and Mill Pond Realty. You're, those are your realty experts. And I'll be there this afternoon helping out the girls and getting all the houses ready for our vacationers. We'll see you next week. Have a great Sunday, everybody. Thanks for joining us this morning for Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Charming Saga Tuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 927thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van.